I put two, put this, the second one. Yeah, that's the link. Yeah, man, yeah, the guy I got all day. Yo, what's up, yo? Yeah, man. Yeah, what's good? What's good? Hold on, I'm about, I'm about to do some shit. But I'm here, though. I ain't about to go nowhere. I just need to do something real quick. Since I ain't trying to argue, that's because our conversational events. What about the life, yo? You know, you, you saying that we don't, you think, what's the chance of us being the only thing, yo? Ooh, that challenge with that. Make sure everybody got it. Let's see. What? <laughs> nah, you funny as shit. Who you at, man? Twelve in the building, man. Twelve million in the building, man. Twelve million in the building. What's up, Sha? What's going on, Sha? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? I can't hear you, nigga. Can't hear Let me see if I can hear it suddenly. Suddenly. What are you coming through? Hey, Cedric. What it is, Bobby Bangle? What's up, man? All right, I can hear you. I just can't hear you, Chef. Your thing ain't working. I definitely, I heard Vance. I can't hear Cedric. Monday Night Man is up in the building, man. Hey, man, when are you going to get the start? You at least get 30 in there. Charles Goodwin, peace. Jody Breeze, what it do, what it do. Mike Shabazz. Y'all know what it is, man. Can you hear me yet? I can hear you now. Yeah, I got you. 
Yeah, we was having a good conversation about the universe, how many, how many unit galaxies they are. Yo, I know the James Webb. That's we actually looking at galaxies, right? We'll put that picture in there. We're gonna have a good conversation about it. And then I wonder what surprises they're gonna bring us. Hmm. Wow. Okay. I wonder how much I, I, I wonder how much they was wrong about. Get all that together. Let's see what we got in there, man. T. Washington, what's up, man? T. Washington, I see you, man. Oh, who else we got in here, man? Glad y'all could slide through, man. Have a nice, healthy conversation. Think we had a, a hell of a hell of a start to understand the cosmos more deeply today. All right, we let some people come here and let them get in here for a little bit, man. Um, Yeah. I was over on Unbiased channel earlier. What were you talking about? Um, I think he was talking about um uh Malcolm X and Elijah Muhammad. It was a good conversation. Hmm. He was over there talking about Malcolm X and Elijah Muhammad's relationship. So we got we got a lot of things going on, man, with distance and time and space. And they was having a good conversation about um all right. How many stars y'all think in the Milky Way? About 200, 100 to 140. I mean, about 100, 400,000. 100 million. Million. I mean, yeah, four, 100 million to 400 million. It's a lot, right? A lot. Oh. 100 million, yo. All right. How many? 100 to 400 million. A whole lot. Just in our Milky Way. And then how many galaxies we got that you think we got? In our universe. Million. Billions. It's billions. Million. I say two trillion. Oh, Big thing. Hundred, 170 billion galaxies. Huh? Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right, let me let me pull it up. Go to the Big Thing website. It says, if we made the most straightforward estimate using today's best technology, we'd state, we'd state there are 100 billion galaxies in our universe, but we know more than that. And our modern estimate is even uh, grander. 
two trillion galaxies. Here's how they got there. <laughs> yeah, but this, y'all know this, this right here was, was published. We could play it. <laughs> but but this one there for the day's picture, though, I like to see what it's gonna be after the day's picture, man. All right, so we're gonna talk about that a little bit different. All right. What's going on, Omar Reed? Ismail, I see you, Joseph Israel. <laughs> Just for kicks and giggles on, how many uh, possible Earth-like planets do we have in our local galaxy, the Milky Way? You're talking about in, the go in, the, in that uh, golden zone, Goldilocks zone, they say? Goldilocks zone planets. No, but I know they're gonna know in a minute. I know when they, I know when they were shared. When I was listening to them talk about it today, they was like, they're gonna be able to know, know the, the exact atmosphere and shit on planets with this thing right here, yo. Yeah, so, so we know what, you know, life, life can exist in extreme places too. But imagine finding a place with the, with the exact same Earth's atmosphere. Imagine that. So let me let me show the picture. Very high probability too. Paradise and you can't get there. Yeah, you ain't ready to get there because you got to the travel speed of light. When Vance was saying you got to get through a wormhole, you just not traveling 100 billion years. So by the time you get there, think about light. We only 350,000 years, huh? The planet will be gone. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just not a planet. We see the planet as it was. Um. Whenever the light reaches us, it's just like the sun. I think the sun it takes eight or thirteen minutes for the light from the sun yeah. to get planet Earth. Right. So when we see it, it already is in a different position. Yeah. So just imagine something that's light years away from us, right? We're not seeing it where it's currently at. We're seeing it where it used to be at, or or the the, the condition that it used to be in. So. Yeah, we we never is 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 actually light as the time traveler, the time yep. travel. Yep. We're seeing things. When we get there, it's not there anymore. Yeah. It's probably gone by now. <laughs> and that's the issue of being able to uh find light or whatever. It, it, it's the sheer distance in space, yo, to, to get to get us knocked out the box. So like yeah, okay. We're not seeing it in real time. Huh? We're not seeing these um, planets and galaxies in real time. No, not at all. Light distance. The light had to take, you know what I mean, uh, uh, billions of years to actually get here. Yeah. So just think the Earth is only what? How old is the Earth? 4.2 billion. 4.2 billion years old. Now we didn't receive light from galaxies and shit that's you know what I mean? How 13, many? They went back 13.1 billion years. Yeah, that stuff ain't there no more. The, yeah, nope. that shit, my man. <laughs> nope. <laughs> when, like when we see supernovas, they are long gone by the time we actually see the supernova. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. It's already gone out. Yep. Yeah. 
this this uh, space talk puts things in a whole other perspective. We live a hundred years, and we're talking about millions of light years. Like we can't even we can't even phantom the distance that it takes to travel a year, let alone one light year at the speed of light. Like these distances are astronomical. Mm -hmm. It makes you know you're insignificant in the larger scheme of things. Yeah, let me uh, let me show this real quick, man. Anyway, man, but let's let, let's get it cracking a little bit, man, so we can talk a little bit about the James Webb, man. I think that's the town of president speaking on it, man. Black African power family, man, what's good? What's happening? A well-organized lie. Defeats a disorganized truth every time. Woo-hoo-wee, man. Y'all already know what it is, man. Bobby banging in the house, man. Look, this how we doing it, man. What's good, Chefanel? What it do? What it do? What it do? Chilling, chilling. What's going on? Monday Night Madness. Um, you know, Wayne, we wasn't able to do our uh, Sunday at the movies with the pseudo killers. Um, on the pseudo killer channel, nor was we able to do the um, uh, Monday Night Madness because we our channel will be out of commission for the next week. We got another week on, um, you know, without being able to use our channel because we have a strike. So uh, we'll be on here on the Real Black Atheist uh, for about another week and a half. So, but I'm having a wonderful day. What's going on with everybody? Yeah, you know what it is, man. Hey, Vance, what is, what's good with you, man? What it do, what it do, what it do? Oh, he blinked out already. Cedric, what's good, man? What's up with you? What it do? What it do? What it do? What's good, family? Peace to the panel. Peace, Chef. Peace, Bobby Banger. Been following your trip out to Cleveland. Uh, peace to the panel. Peace to the chat. Are we good? We chilling, just watching, watching things develop, doing a do, bringing the news every day now. Uh, just doing my do. <clears throat> Being a, being a real autodidact, working with my animals. You see, I got some birds and, and I'm trying to see how smart they are. So I'm teaching them to distinguish colors now because I'm a behavioral uh, a scientist, an amateur autodidact behavioral scientist. So I'm applying my craft. <laughs> oh, man. Man, the autodidact, that's the death. Look, so... <clears throat> Last week issue, man, glacial bears. So they was thinking the bears was going extinct, right? But watch this. This is in the Journal of Science, um, 17th of June. It said newly identified polar bear population shed light on the future. That's a good read, man. So we got a lot going on, man, um, in the world, in the world of science, man. Far more things more important than the Stone Age. Uh, the world around us is clearly set in the space age, man. They clearly that, man. And with that, you know, that James Webb, they sent them pictures, some of those pictures today, man. And they had to have been important because the president of the United States spoke on it. And I was saying, I don't want to hear him talk about it because he, he's just out of the game, boy. 
But, you know, uh, tomorrow is going to be a real serious day on that. And this is where the conversation is, man. So I want to, uh, real quick, let's look back 13.1 billion years, y'all. All right. These are all galaxies. That, look how sharp that is. That's crazy. These are galaxies, right? Stars you know? and, huh? The stars and galaxies. The bright ones that got the distinguishable. Um, you talking about all these, right? No, they are galaxies. Okay. But the bright one in the middle. That's a star. That's a star. Yeah. How you know that, Chef? You can see the stars from the galaxies because they, they have points. Yeah, smudges. I'm asking you, how you know that? So you saying all these stars right here? Sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't believe. Okay. So it's a lot, nigga. Let me see. That's a star, yo. That look like a galaxy to you? I don't know what it look like. <laughs> you would look like yeah, a star. Advanced, nigga. I don't know. What you want me you to say? You want me lie? Yeah. If I drew a star, what would it look like? Oh, you using the Negro logic, yo. You guys. Stop. No, <laughs> stop. A star is a shape, yo. Yo, is that your answer, though? Jesus uh, Christ. I bet you you couldn't give me a better one. Well, yeah. I don't want to give you a better one. Y'all want to give me a real one. <laughs> According to reports, the galaxies will appear as smudges. Vance, where you at, Vance? Come on, Vance. Earth to Vance. Come on, Vance. No, I think the galaxies yo. Where's I ain't never heard it. Uh, I'm going to go with their galaxies, yo. Matter of fact, let me read it. I ain't listening to Shepard. Oh, he said, look at that. When you draw a star, you draw it like that. That was funny. <laughs> that was funny, yo. You common sense logic. We already know that they stars. But for the last Okay, okay. okay. Here we go. I'm showing you how to distinguish a star from a galaxy for lay people. Why can't we do simple shit, huh? Man, you can't, because I don't believe you. How about that? Prove it. Prove that so we know. Where you get that from? Or you just know it? I already know it. <laughs> the source. <laughs> the source has spoken. All right, let's see. Here you go right here. Let's see if you know what you're talking about. It says, the web's image covers a patch of the sky approximately the size of a grain of sand. Okay, so if you was to hold a grain of sand in your hand and stick it out, that's, that's the patch, right? A grain of sand held at arm length by someone on the ground and reveals, look, this is what it reveals. It reveals thousands of galaxies and tiny silver, a vast universe. Now, I okay, I you say galaxies. So I, I'm thinking I'm looking at galaxies. But, you know, it's a web sharpening infrared view brought out faint structures in extreme distant galaxies offering the most detailed view of the early universe to date. NASA and its partners will release a full series of web, uh, first full uh, images uh, of data known as Spectra, Tuesday, July 12th, during a live uh, NASA broadcast. Yeah, we, we, we want to be tuned in for that. But I don't know, I don't know, Chef. It said they galaxies, though, but you know, shit. They didn't say everything in that picture was galaxies. Where did you say that? Yeah. Oh. There you go. It's a web image covers the patch of the sky. So this is actually 
This is a patch of the sky right there, y'all. About the size of a grain of sand. If you took a grain, one grain of sand, and held it out like this, boom, that's what they showing. And it says, covers a patch of the sky, approximately the size of a grain of sand, uh, held at arm length by someone on the ground. It say, and it reveals, I thought they would have said it reveals thousands of stars and galaxies. It don't, it say it reveals thousands of galaxies in a tiny uh, uh, sliver of the vast universe. Yeah, yo, I think the stars be harder to see, bro, that far away, yo. At 13.1 billion years. We got stars right here in our own goddamn, uh, in our own galaxy, yo. So they, it's going to see everything outside of our galaxy and don't see nothing that's right there in the space. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm not taking pictures of our galaxy, though. Your, li your logic. What? I ain't know. What do you think, Chef? I mean, no, no. What do you think, Cedric? No, those pictures are not from within our galaxy. That's, that's, that's from outside our galaxy. That's 13.1 million years back. However, um, the, 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 the closer images, in my layman's opinion, I wouldn't think they're stars. And based on a report that I heard today, it says that the galaxies would appear more like smudges and wouldn't have as much definition as we would like to. But that, not, nonetheless, um, scientists can do a whole lot of uh, work with those images still. So let us wait until tomorrow to get some more answers. But um, I would assume, based on what I heard, that the smudges, those, those images that are more like smudges, those are the galaxies. And uh, the brighter, clearer images would be then stars. But that would be my uh, layman's assumption. All right. So, so we're going with the stars, you know. But it's not anything of within our galaxy, though. That's, that's for sure not what it is. The whole idea is that the James Webb takes us outside of our own galaxy and beyond. All right, so y'all know what gravitational lensing is, Keep right? Reading. Huh? Keep reading till y'all blow your own brains out. Mm -mm, no, I just want to show people gra gravitational lensing. Y'all know what that is when they look through another uh, galaxy and it, it, it magnifies the one behind it. So right here, the image shows a galaxy cluster SMACS. Uh, 0723 as it appears 14.6 billion years ago. The combined mass of the galaxy cluster acts as gravitational lensing, magnif uh, magnifying much more distant galaxies behind it. Uh, Webb's NR cam has brought those distant galaxies into sharp focus, okay? They have tiny faint structures. It's a, they have tiny faint structures that have never been seen before, including, okay, here we go, including star clusters, okay, and diffuse features. So, so okay, so it's not a single a star cluster, Chef? No, no. Did they say star clusters? I ain't talking about star clusters. Oh, that's what they say. Okay, diffuse features. It's a research will soon begin to learn more about the galaxies, masses, ages, uh, histories, and composition of the web seeks the earliest galaxies in the universe. 
So we're going to start looking at some of the earliest galaxies in the universe and some star clusters. Go ahead. So uh, you're right there, yo. I'm going to give you that. Star clusters. I'm going to give you that. All right. Although you said a star, but I'm going to give you all right. Okay. I'll give you that show. You ain't even read deep enough into it yet. For you, for, but. Well, you're right. I said you're right. You got no choice. Which, go ahead. Go ahead. What you, what you read deep into it? Go ahead. Now you you just skimming over the over the um the information like hey, I mean, you're right though. Face off, you know. Yeah, we gotta give you that. Finally, nigga. <laughs> the James Webb Space Telescope. Dang, the, the gift that keeps giving. I hope I live Brendan in. All right. Hey, hey, Brendan, what's on that picture of NASA? I mean, of the James Webb. You know me. So now I ain't just read what was on there, yo. No. It said galaxies, yo, and star clusters, yo. And then you hit with it. So you think that you think that shit's sharp enough to see a star that far, yo? Mm-hmm. Shit. If you sat there and nah, said that nah, they would be able to tell us the composition of, of what's on planets and their atmospheres, then why wouldn't they be able to see big ass star? You're right. Stand corrected, bro. See how quick that is. What's up, fellas? What's going on, Brennan? What it do? What it do? She don't kill a fish, man. What's up? All right. You guys looking at the uh, James Webb stuff? Yeah, we was actually looking at the, we showed the picture of it. Right. Right here, went back 13 something billion years right here. Well, all inspiring. Right? All inspiring shit. I'm looking at this like that's some spectacular shit right there, yo. I see I, I see a spiral galaxy right there. Y'all see that? Yep. Yep. Wow. There's several. There's several. Looks like several. Several of them, that's crazy. Now, chefs say these are stars right here. I don't believe them. Hmm. I believe they, I gotta say they clusters. I don't believe it's one star. I don't know, man. Oh, you I, are bugging. Uh, huh? Did y'all ever read the description of what y'all looking at? It's a star. I don't, you saying that, uh, oh my goodness. Well, come on now, I was trying to pull you out. Where you at? Where you at? You Help us out. Stop. No, I, 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 I'm not. I, I'm trying to help y'all out right now. All right, go I'm, ahead. I ain't got myself situated. Oh. I'm going to send y'all the, the actual um, description in a second. Hold up. Just look in the chat. Y'all can read it verbatim. Yeah, Chef said it was a star, though. I said it was. I said it was a cluster of stars. So I stand corrected. I'm going to listen to you if I listen to Chef, though. Well, go ahead. What is it? <laughs> For damn sure. All right, let me see. Just for this week, though, Chef. This week only, nigga. We at war, nigga. Not agreeing. Nothing you say is a trick to get me laid on down the line. It's a trick to get me over there down the Nubia and all that. So if I agree to that star, then nah, it was really the Nubian star. You know what? Let me see where we at. All right, you put that in the chat. 
we've been having individual skirmishes all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got him. All right, wait, you say it's in the chat? YouTube chat? No, he said he put it in the thing. Oh, he put it in the, oh man. That's something else, yeah. All right, NASA Web. Read that's that's from the the, the very first um uh um not uncolored picture and all that, and it's the same. Uh, but it James the actual telescope. Every time it takes a picture of the stars, it is always the same. You'll see those six um or eight points on the star. If you read that description that I just sent you, it'll show you the uh the very first picture that they released, which was like red and yellow. Um. Mm -hmm. So read that description is shown, but it's talking about the stars and why they look the way they look. All right. You got Instagram? You can go to the actual post. It'll show you like right under the um Wait, I'm if you on. click the link. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah. yeah That's I got you, Chef. I put it in there. Overachiever. Huh? Gaze at this test image. An unexpected and deep view of the universe captured by Webb's fine guided sensor. Um, FGS in May, built by the Canadian Space Agency to point waves precisely um, at its target, taking glamour shots isn't even FGA's main job. This false color mosaic is made of 72 exposures over a 32-hour test. Note the six-pointed diffraction spikes unique to wave around the bright stars and the background full of galaxies. You see it here, that up? So we just gonna pile it on, nigga. I agree with you before you read that. Did you gonna act like I didn't? You said they was clusters. And then I, and then Vance said something, and I say, oh, you got me. But I'm not listening to you. I said, I'll listen to Vance. So well, you don't want me to finish reading? Yeah, finish reading, of course. Okay. Amen. All right. Um, oh, that shit black? What? No, go ahead, keep reading. I was looking at the, when you bring it big, it's just like a black dot on that. <clears throat> Show the picture that you are uh, looking at, Chef, so, so the people can see it. I can't, I'm on my phone. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Oh, that's a serious picture right there. It says, note the six pointed diffraction spikes unique to web around the bright stars and the background full of galaxies. The mm -hmm. center of the bright stars appear black because the mm -hmm. saturation Webb's detectors and the pointing of the telescope didn't change over the exposure to capture the center from different pixels uh, within the camera's detector detectors. We cannot wait to see what's to come when Webb's first four color images are released on July 12th, one week from today. Right, and you got the in the picture that you was looking at is, is the first sample picture, uh, uh, and it it, it um, shows those stars in the same way. But go ahead, Brent, or whoever was saying that, it might not. Be. Let me show that picture. Hold on. All right, with the picture. Oh man. One sec. 
right, here with a picture right here. All right, just right here, right, Vance? Yeah. Yep, yep, that's the one. That was that, yeah, that was the one from a week ago. And the description Chef read, it was talking about that. And then if y'all show the one that y'all had today, it's okay. just the full color one. And that's the preview. It's not the full, yeah, that one. It's not the full photo gallery that they're going to give out tomorrow. But um, yeah, it, it explains the same thing about the stars. Every time Webb takes a picture, stars will have that feature, which is the first, it, it's unique to Webb, like Chef read. It's crazy. So you don't have to have any confusion of where the stars and the galaxies are. If you can just look at the picture and see it right then and there. So I just thought that was very dope. Yeah, super dope. All right, so there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting right there. All right, so we got that out of the way there. So that's another step. That's another step towards really understanding the cosmos. And to be honest with you, when these pictures start coming out, it's going to be some things they're going to... So what do you think about that, Vance? When they start getting these four images, when it, when the scientists start uh, doing the data, that there's going to be some things we got right and some things we got wrong. We'll do it this quick. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it's going to substantiate some things. It's going to show us some stuff that we've never seen before. Is really what I'm more curious about of what we actually haven't ever seen before and what we haven't um, thought about and things like that. So yeah, it, it, it's groundbreaking things that's going on with this. I, I'm mad Cosmic Corey, crazy stuff ain't on here. No, I don't know where he at, he probably sleeps. He probably still staring at the picture, stuck, can't move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but we need to uh, come through what exactly the the questions they're actually seeking out for James Webb, so we can uh, stay keep up and, and know what we're looking at as well. Mm. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, I think that's gonna be powerful, yo. What do you think, Brendan? Now, now, Vance, I was gonna ask you in terms of the tools that are on board. For the James mm -hmm. Webb, I'm mm -hmm. sure they I'm sure they have uh, those spectroscopy related tools on board as well. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm 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 very curious in terms of some of the fidelities of what we're going to be seeing now from those particular tools because, uh, like you mentioned this earlier, Unc, right? Those spectroscopy tools those are going to help us really understand the composition of the universe. Right, yep. in, in greater yep. detail, right, in terms of like what is some of the, the chemical makeups of some of these distant galaxies, right, in distant areas in the cosmos, right? So I'm very, very interested, not even beyond the images, what is some of this spectroscopy-related data exactly. that's going to come in, right? Right, right, just the raw data itself <laughs> rather than the pictures, just the pictures, yeah. Right. Yeah, like I want to, I'm interested to know the new unknowns. So the information that we're going to get is going to provide us with answers which are going to create new questions. And those new questions, I'm fascinated to, what, to know what they are. Those are going to be the paradigm shifters. The new questions that arise 
based on all the data that we get. That's going to be fun. Don't give us a, a, a some good insight on that on that on the origin of the universe too. Right? Start seeing what it was. Because now they're seeing back what I've never seen before. That's going to be interesting right there, man. Real interesting. Yeah. Big Bang is. Go ahead. And one last thing. Um, the picture that we just saw, that color picture, uh -huh. James Webb took that picture in a couple of hours. Now, prior to James Webb being operational, Hubble would have taken a picture similar, not as detailed. It would have took, and it would have taken weeks for them to actually put that picture together to, in, in a similar way. So just to give you an idea of how far the technology has actually come in, in 2022. So. Yep, quantum technology. So James Webb uh, definitely can see, see farther than uh, you would ever hope <laughs> the other telescope to, am I correct? Definitely. But they sent it a million miles away, right? Yep, and L2, uh, the Lagrange point, it's in the Earth's shadow. It's being protected by Earth's shadow from the sun, so it can be at its coldest temperature, and it can uh, have the darkest environment, so it can see uh, where everything it needs to see. Now, that's slick right there, yo, to put the joint in Earth's shadow so it won't get overheat. That's slick right there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So if you can put a telescope a million miles away, yo, imagine what they could do to a city. <laughs> Perspective. Are you talking shit? Oh, yeah, man, we're going to do this. You ain't doing nothing. They ain't going to put a, what? A telescope a million miles away in a specific area in the shade of the sun? Yeah, man, we got to keep up. Uh, with, with our astronomy, man, we got to keep up with that. Yeah, we 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 like arguing over other stuff, and we can argue to the cows come home, yo. But this is this is groundbreaking, and I'm not even sure people are even aware of just how groundbreaking this is. Like, this is something. This is for the first time in humanity. You know, we went from thinking there was uh, uh, one galaxy a hundred years ago to realizing there's billions of galaxies. Imagine that. Imagine how much they're going to learn. And then imagine how much the technology is going to help us here on Earth. Remember them things have that byproduct of knowing certain things. We're going to get some nuts that's going to start telling you the Dogon can see all that, too. We're going to get all that. Yeah, the African can see that. We're going to get it. Right? We're going to get it. That's, crazy. Yeah. Man, that's, a, crazy. that's a good point. That's a good point, uh, Ankh. Because we remember we had this conversation when we did a presentation on a previous show. Right about when Hubble was uh, was over in California with his large telescope and all those smudges that he saw uh, out of that large telescope. Right. We had no idea how far away that stuff was. We didn't know if it was a gas cloud inside of our own galaxy. Right. Or, or, or what those were. So and this just goes back, you know, until the early earlier tw 20th century. Right. We didn't even have we didn't even fathom you know, the size of our own galaxy at that point. Yeah, that's a, that, man, that's a, that's a real fact. And um, it's, 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 it's just amazing how the beat goes on, man. 
Yeah, that's that's you can you you can really contemplate and wonder like where where is this all going to, man? Uh, Vance said they're going. It's going to be artificial life. Did you say that, Vance? Is that your take on it? Yeah, I I I, I just my thought. I believe um, biology is too restrictive to explore the universe. Um, as you and Brendan were explaining how far and how vast the actual universe is. So yeah, I, I think that if, if you're on an actual time scale, you're never gonna make it to any destination outside of your solar system in, in, in your lifetime. So it, in order to transcend those shackles of time, you, we're gonna have to somehow uh, uh, emerge with artificial or not artificial but um uh um yeah yeah artificial life yeah or, or something to that nature to put our consciousness in that computer and send it somewhere you know what i'm saying something like that we actually do have some things we actually but something that uh we actually could do in our lifetime is send small and a small array of cameras to our nearest uh closest neighbor star which is they're actually doing at the moment, putting that not actually uh, putting the the pieces together for the actual project. They're trying to get funding for it and all that stuff. Bill Nye is actually the, the spokesperson for that. It's JPL uh, Jet Propulsion Lab is trying to do that. So yeah, look into it. So I think that's the only other way we could do it: send small cameras, shoot them there at near the speed of light, and, and be able to view different things. But um, yeah, we're gonna have to get off biology and get out of biology if we want to try to traverse the universe. Is my thought. You <laughs> said we gotta get out of biology. It's over with. Yeah, over yeah. There's no way. There's no way you could make it uh, one light year. Any, you can't even make it one light year to anywhere. Yeah, that's how we currently that's And you know, that was my conversation, though, Vance. I was basically saying that if it was life somewhere else. Like, I, I think mathematically speaking, it would have to be like somewhere else. Yeah, I would agree. It just, uh, it, it, it kind of makes me have a lot of uh, reservation on that thought, being that our, we're, as far as age, not the oldest, and life could, like we we're, were saying, be elsewhere. Why aren't we at least seeing different signs of life is my only question. And I could just, like Brendan said, we maybe we just haven't had enough time to do so. Brendan, your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, when I look at it in terms of just the sheer scale of what we see in the universe, right? We talked about this earlier, right? Um, and that that picture that we showed up, that was just a, just a snapshot, right, of where the, the, the James Webb was focusing at any particular moment, right? But if you take a look at the, the size and scale of the observable, observable universe, right, what do we have, like billions of galaxies, right, that we can see, that we can detect today. And each side, inside of those billions of galaxies, there's billions and billions of stars, right? And inside each one of all those billions and billions of stars, right, there's potential solar systems, potential planet, systems, all these right. things, right? I, I, we just haven't scoured the universe thoroughly enough, right? To, I think to, in, in my estimation, to really make that determination, right? To say, hey, yep. is, 
is there any intelligent life out there? Right? And if and if it is, we talked about this. Do we necessarily want to want to disturb them? Right. Uh, know, knowing, exactly. some, knowing, exactly. know, knowing some of the, uh, the the propensities of us, of our of our human race. Right. Do you necessarily want a, a highly advanced civilization to, to, to know about our, our awareness? Right. To be aware of us. You know, that's that's another question. <laughs> so it's like we hide underneath the coffee. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That may be the best thing. The earth is just hiding underneath the carpet. Don't even right. know. Think, think about a, a resource-starved, advanced civilization that's, that 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 detects us. And say, oh, that, that looks like a pretty pretty nice solar system. Let's let's go take give those guys a visit, right? Oh man, and that would. Oh man, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of the possibilities are endless. I think it is. I'm gonna drop the link in the chat though, man. We'll see what y'all think because this is a. The crowning moment for the human race, and 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 think about this, man. Uh, what about when they first put the first man on the moon? What type of crowning moment? Where was you at? So where where was you at when when the pictures came back from the James Webb telescope? Where was you at? Hmm. Yeah, I put a link in the chat room for y'all. Y'all click that link, man, to get in and join the discussion, man. We just having a little light one. You know, it's kind of interesting how, you know, all of the publicity around popular science sort of shifted away from CERN, right? Because they really haven't detected much inside of the heart, the Large Hydron Collider at this point, right? So a lot of right, the interest right. in, in all this stuff is shifted away from theoretical physics over to space exploration with the James yep. Webb, right? So so the, the guys, the theoretical physicists, they need to get on their job, right? They got, they, you know, make some new discoveries or, you know, yeah, well, they're, they're, you busy, know they're busy starting up CERN right now, right? After the, yeah. the COVID uh, layoff, they're pretty much going to start CERN up again because what they do when they want to go deeper than the, the Higgs uh, and, and see if they can actually find these uh, underlying fields, which, uh, which uh, uh, and they're trying to confirm the, the theories beyond beyond uh, the Higgs boson, so the swing theories right. and and those uh, type of experiments are coming up this summer, I believe. Right, September. Right. September is going to start again. Gravitron, right? Or the, gra yeah. the gravitron. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Trying right. to quant yeah. quantify gravity, right? So, you know, in terms of the, the oh, predictions, yeah. right, right. right? In terms of the predictions, what we thought we would have found found with CERN, right? I think we found the Higgs boson. Yeah, the Higgs which, is, which, is, which is what gives uh, gives all quantum uh, material the, the underlying mass. So right. we're one step closer to getting gravity. I I hope the unified theory comes out before I die. But that would be huge, actually, being able to quantify gravi or gravity oh. and the gravitron. Oh, yeah. Gravitron. I keep saying gravitron, but the graviton. But yeah, <laughs> that's that's one of those, those very big steps, right? Um, yeah. Because with everything that we know about gravity, right, uh, there's still pieces that we don't know in yeah. terms of how it relates at the quantum level, right? Yeah, so that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the next, I think, big step there. Right? When right. they unify those theories, when they when they finally unify a quantum with with, with a Newtonian physics, explosion. That's oh, 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 oh. That's gonna be a nerd fest. Yes, that's that's uh, I, man. I hope I'm alive. That's that's gonna be the nerd party of the century. 
<laughs> I, I tell you, that's the optimistic hope, right? One of the pessimistic uh, things about it, right? They're, everybody's sort of scratching their head inside of theoretical physics. They're saying, you know, hey, we would suspect that we would have found something besides the Higgs by now, right? So yeah, people are yeah. I was just to about work. to ask, right. I was just, I wanted to ask you guys, because mm -hmm. I read an article about three years ago that said the Large Hadron Collider was a failure. It didn't right. really do what it was uh, supposed, what they thought it was was going to do. Right. And looking back at it at at that moment, it kind of wasn't as successful as they thought. So, I, I, I it's crazy you said that because I was trying to have a conversation before and nobody kind of knew what the hell I was talking about, but you just summed it all up. So, uh, yeah, because really they were actually trying to 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 get to that. Uh, beyond the Planck time, what we don't understand. But what they keep discovering is that these particles just keep getting smaller. So, so we're not reaching, we're not reaching to a big bang or how the first initial uh, uh, quantum particle came into being. So there's theories about these stuff, about the quantum fluctuation, but they can't actually reproduce it. This was the whole uh, uh, talk about right. it's going to create a black hole, uh, right, right. et cetera, et cetera. So they was actually looking in the direction if they could have a, a, a origins point. But what we keep mm -hmm. finding is that the smaller we go, the smaller we keep splitting these things. We went from quarks <laughs> to neutrinos. Now we at the right. Higgs. And, and the Higgs seems to be a, a, a fundamental uh, part of the field, yet isn't uh, um, um, ultimate. So, so we still got deeper to go. Now, how much right. deeper? Is it infinitely small? Like <laughs> Right, right, right. And, and the first thought, right, you know, that the theoretical physicists are happening is like, hey, is our tool, is our tool big enough? Right. So 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 then it, it lends the, the question. Right. It's like how you know who, who has the funding and the will. Right. And the scientific know how to build right. a tool even larger than CERN. Right. Well, Yo, so, I never even so, thought about that. So I never be, even thought about that. So, so, yeah, they're starting to have some of those conversations. Right. One of the biggest, you know, candidates is the, the People's Republic of China. Right. Uh, just yeah. for the simple fact that you know, the size of their economy. Right. Um, you know, the, the, the where they sit in terms of scientific advancement. Right. Um, and their will to invest in something like that. Mm -hmm. Right. The, the question would be, would the U.S. be willing to invest enough, you know, enough time, resources and you know, right, to, to right. build something like that? You know, nobody nobody thinks that the U.S. has the will to do it. Right. Um, right. But again, right, it, it, there well, there's you know, you have to sort of to, to build that support for something like that among the oh, population. Yeah. Right. Oh, so, yeah. so, so who knows, right? Who knows where that'll go, right? Um, maybe should it be an inter sort of governmental sort of approach? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, like James Webb was. Right, right, exactly. So, like, you know. We're, we're going to move closer and closer to a Star Trek type of world federation where on science level, we simply need to come together to do these type of projects. It's not Absolutely. isolated to a country. This is world projects. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great point. I think that's the only way to be possible to take those great leaps is like the James Webb. Nobody can afford to take that L alone. Nobody will be able to keep making that funding happen. James Webb was supposed to come out five, six years ago. 
Yep. And they had to keep pushing it back, keep pushing it back. Who is going to keep funding it? Who's going to keep that staff hired to make sure that this telescope, once it's actually out there, which will never get touched by human hands again, is fully functional? Who is going to keep that funding? Who is going to keep the buildings that they're holding these things in and clean rooms where everybody has on white skirts and things like that? Who's going to ship this telescope across the country to the launch point? Like, there's so much involved with these yeah. types of things. So I definitely think it would be better and more beneficial for it to be a global type of thing uh, on these type of projects. So I, I agree. I agree. You got 300 staff and 290 have PhDs. You know what the salaries look like? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Or even being able to find the, the specific, you know, people with expertise, right, that you need. Yeah. Right, well, the, dem the demand would that it would be crazy, right? Oh you man, find the right people. Yeah, you specialized specialists. These are guys that got PhDs on top of PhDs in a PhD, right. like the yeah. one percent of the one percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. The real elite. What you got on your screen, Chef? Oh, um, I was reading uh... Carl Sagan. Yeah. Oh no, um David Ike. Oh man. Uh oh. You all said David Ike. Oh, like you him. just said David Ike and we're talking about James Brown. <laughs> I'm going to bed. David Ike. James. When he went from James Webb to David Ike. Yo, one second. Cool Moutoir. Man, and they keep and they keep referring to this cat with pride. Yo, they, they okay. Since the gloves are off, it's all the way off. And they mean, okay, since we're pseudo, we're going to go all the way in. We're going to honor the space alien guy when we're talking about Egypt and Africa. Wow. Just wow. Stand away from Egypt and Africa. For a minute, that shit got my ear. Let's finish talking. <laughs> you chef, what David Ike though? No, I, I David Ike. Um, I etcha. I'm sorry. You know, we, we I dropped, sat. Hey, Cedric, I did Cedric. all the pseudo stuff. Cedric, I we, actually we dropped chef off at the mountain of the moon earlier today. Man. <laughs> You oh, need to man. sit. God happy dwell. <laughs> Take eight hours of your life and watch the David Ike special and Ooh. just have your notepad. And every time he makes an unsubstantiated claim, you write down claim. Just claim. And see how much time you're going to write down claim. Every five seconds, you're going to write claim, claim, claim. <laughs> yeah, man. Listen, listen to a Dr. Ben lecture and you do the same damn thing. Yeah, I can't disagree. But when you when Dr. when Dr. Ben makes a claim, Chef, right, we can we can go and say, okay, he got this wrong. Okay. I can bull on, we can't find it nowhere. So he just made that up. Okay, this piece of information, I see what he meant, but he was wrong. David Ike tells you that your government is ran by reptilian shapeshifters with blue blood. 
<laughs> Blue blood. <laughs> you, you can't put the two in the same sentence, Chef. That's disingenuous. I've been fighting them all day. You can have it. Don't let them have that. I'm going to just be disingenuous then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, and Egypt, Egypt, um, the, the great civilization of Kemet couldn't have come from uh, indigenous uh, African people. It was because the Anatolian mountain Caucasians influenced them. You and David Icke are on the same page. <laughs> I, hear the, I hear the undertone. That's why I don't even entertain the discussion because we're not going to argue about the color of the people anymore. We're not going to do that. So now the only argument is the same Alex Jones argument. It is the Europeans, the Greeks, the Anatolians, and, <laughs> and the Turks, because you know the Turks, they, 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 they domesticated wild, they domesticated cows. So they had to came, come in and develop the civilization that we know as Egypt. However, in their own countries where they came from, there's no, no, no record of any type of civilization equaling the same. However, I know the arguments, that's why I don't entertain the discussion because before I came into the conscious community, I did my rounds of the whole pseudo nonsense, the spirit science, the David Ikes, the Alex Jones. So you ain't gonna say nothing I haven't heard before. That's why I don't entertain the conversation. Hey, yeah. hey, Sergio. Sergio. Yes, sir. We're definitely taking the cows back. That's <laughs> off the table, nigga. Yeah, they done with all that. Anybody down here talking about some the DNA and the count beating them up? Yeah, that's gone. Take <laughs> that back. Bye-bye. So beating the dead horse. Chef, trying try to resurrect. Trying to resurrect underlying European racist bullshit and can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't can't do it. Trying to fit a round, trying to fit a round a round nail in a square peg. Can't work. They went to they they Mediterranean niggas. We went we went as far as the blackest of the Africans that exist ain't us. They're not Africans like us. We even went there. Like a Sudanese African is not an African because way back when in his DNA, he got some people that back migrated from, from, from Arabia. Man, and I was the rookie coming into this conversation and I'm done. Y'all ain't got nothing to stand on, Chef. Y'all trying to do pseudo-sophisticated pseudo bullshit, trying to sound bullshit. Stop it. We'll leave the pastoralism in the South, right? <laughs> if we can keep the grain um, agriculture in the North. Nah, I got to take that too. That's out too. It's gone. Bye-bye. No, bye-bye. No, can't do it. Bye-bye. 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 The, the separate paths of the Neolithic, Unc, you have to, it's the, mm -hmm. the multi-regional theory. Right, the multi. Go. I'm gonna let you present yours when you're ready. You can just present right. it. Yep, for sure. At least, at least you're gonna kill your man, Cosmic Corey. When you present that, you just kill, murder them. I'm laughing. Uh, he got the game. Cosmic Corey. First, Chef say that 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 the Arabs came in and decided who was black in Africa because the Arabs decided that the burnt face um, Sudanese 
were, were, were black. So the rest of the people weren't black. So Chef, that was Chef first thing. Then Corey comes behind him and say, them Sudanese niggas ain't niggas because they got, they got blood from, from back migration. So I try to figure out what it is. Is it they're black because the Arabs say so? Or they ain't black like us because they back, they got back migration in them. So the so that means the Somalians ain't black, the, the people from Chad ain't black, the Egypt, the, the Ethiopians ain't black, because all those people got some back migration in them and mixing with people from the Levant and from the Horn of Africa and, and, and from, from Saudi Arabia and people from, from, from up to the Caucasus Mountain. So they're not African no more and they're not black. Like I'm not having this ignorant, dumb conversation. Just not doing it. Like, no, I'm not. Like, no. Y'all talk to Alex Jones, he would agree with you that it was those white people that came in that helped the Africans, you know, because nowhere else in Africa you're gonna find writing and, and, and stuff like that. No, no, so so it was because of the back migration is why it was developed. That's the argument they're trying to have sideways, but don't want to come straight out and say it. That shows you disingenuous and you ain't got the balls to say what you want to say. But Alex Jones done said it for you guys. So I don't know what you're trying to say now anyway. So which is it? Is the Arabs who decided that the, that the Sudanese were burnt-faced and black? Or is concrete scory argument the valid one that they ain't black because there's admixture in them? Which is it? Because neither one is valid. So why are we still having this discussion? The Egyptians are black. Done. Argue with me. <laughs> now, I come, now I come full fucking circle same way. They were black. Now, if your definition of black is everybody that looks like the Sudanese or like a West African, it shows your ignorance, you haven't traveled, and you don't know what the continent represents or looks like. That's my final on the subject. Egyptians are just as black as me. What about the ones not necessarily that are, what me, about the population? Not necessarily there me, but just as black ass. What about the population that's there today? Would you consider them black? The Africa. No, no, no. Would you consider them the, black? the population where? In Cairo or further down the Nile? Because the ones further down the, the Nile still black. On the, on the Delta. Further down the Nile still black. They're not they're not my phenotype, but they're black. They're African. The, the, you go more to into the metropolis. You're going to find more mixtures of different people. And you're going to find different phenotypes, just as you would in New York City or any other metropolis. Because the prevalence <laughs> of admixture in a metropolis city is going to be higher. You got remnants of Greeks. You got remnants of Arabs coming in. There's a higher level of admixture. And when we look at DNA, that's not going to determine phenotype. I have mixed kids. You put them on a row. You're going to watch my son and say he's white and his sister with the same mom and dad, you're going to say she's black. So these arguments, I don't even have them. They're, they're null and void. But you go further into the country where there's less admixture and more of the original people, they're, they're not white. They're not bright. They're, they're dark. And from, from chef color to Brendan's color to my color to aunt color and darker. However, 
their facial structure. We could see their noses, their hair types. I can definitely see, oh, no, 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 that's somebody from East Africa. He's not a West African, he's an East African. It doesn't make him less black, doesn't make him less African, doesn't mean we are, we are phenotypically one people. I am not Sudanese either. I can make the distinction. I'm not Maasai either. But it, on those Africans, uh, 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 that's the only African we're going to testify and assume is an African. Same as the argument with Morocco. I've sat in the classroom with one, what we would call white Moroccan, Berber, from the mountains, and a black Moroccan from the city, born, raised, this whole generation. And I'm asking, you're both Moroccan and you're looking at me, yeah. And why are you confused? So this, these, yeah, these I, I phenotypical think, arguments. Right, I think, everybody I, would agree, I think everybody would agree in terms of like if you would go closer to the equator that you're gonna see you know the skin darken i don't think i think everybody would sort of agree with that piece right um of the i i in terms of the the argument the real crux of the argument that we were having it wasn't as much about about the black blackness of of egypt initially i, I, th I think one of the, the the specifics that we were trying to to really hash out or to tease out was the origin right where Right, who were those people, or how did that that, that culture, that pre-dynastic culture, how did Egypt emerge, right? And what population groups actually contributed to that, right? Yeah. Put it, putting black or you know white yeah. or any of those. And, and, and I'm and I'm saying I'm saying right. I hear the argument from Chef them side, and it sounds like the Alex Jones argument. It sounds like the 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 what was that dude named the David Ike argument. The Europeans, the Greeks, and those people that came in, and that's how the Egyptian culture was developed. And the argument right. is used like this. And you're and, in and West Africa, argument, we don't see it. And that's the dynastic race theory argument. And I don't yeah, think yeah. any any of us, right, inside of pseudo killers. No, no, no. We don't, no. We don't I hear it over here. I hear it. To that. I don't, Brandon, no, Brandon, Brandon, maybe you, you don't, that, but I'm going to say no. Chef so, and so you Corey, think Corey is using that Corey, argument. Corey. Yes. And Corey, maybe bro. you don't even know they use We're it. Not gonna play but Chef definitely Corey, is using that argument very subtly. And Corey. here's the clues. We <laughs> see what kind of civilization was developed <laughs> over there, right? Compared to in West Africa, we don't we don't see anything like that. So the argument is that the rest of Africa couldn't have developed that level of sophistication because they were influenced by people from outside. I hear the argument, and that's why I switch off, because it's bullshit. Let me say this real quick. Let me put this in here. So black man in Nihilist family, right? OK. And the way I learned it was, we was just trying to fight for Egypt as Africans. Some kind of way, once the Europeans admit that they Africans, now all of a sudden, well, they weird that type of African. Look what I you reduced me to. Look what you reduced me to, huh? Right, yeah, right. <laughs> we there, we there, right? But watch this, Brendan. I think the only point I really want to make tonight is, it was a fight that the Egyptians wasn't African, right? That was the fight. The fight wasn't they was black. They because black was synonymous with Africa, the dark continent. Okay, so we're not going to sit up here 
and act like that wasn't the fight. They was denying the Egyptian origins in Africa and its deep African African roots. They was absolutely doing that. And then the term black and white got sprinkled in the shit, right? So all I would ever have to do is, right, is come to the table of contents, okay? Chapter two, chapter one is say, who were or are the Africans? He didn't say the black number, he said the Africans, right? right. Chapter two, prehistoric African homo sapiens sapiens. Man ain't lied yet. Historic question and comments about Africans. Hey, Brendan, open it up. Make sure I ain't making it up. Make sure I ain't making it up now. What page you on? I'm on the I'm on the I'm on page five. Page five. So you don't think I'm making this shit up. All right. All right. Let's see what you the nigga only barely use the word black in the book. But I'm saying, but I, I get accused of letting people get away with shit. I'm like, wait a minute, man. Like they almost had me thinking that the, the, we was always saying Africans. My whole show, Congo Bombardism, was talking about Africans, right? And that was the fight. They're not African, they're Africans. And you, you opened it up yet? Yep, yep, I got it. So you see what I'm saying? I'm on the table of contents. Mm -hmm. what, he did, do, do you, what, what is he saying? Africans. You, you, look, now Valley, he go, look, look, watch this. He's using the term that he used now. Okay, so we on page 250. He say, another look at Nubia, Monroe, Egypt, and Ethiopia. Page 114 and 250. Uh, uh, chapter 5. It say, reflections of the ancient Egyptian, a brief chron chronology. It say, ancient indigenous African and his family on and out. Don't he say that? But is this man tripping? See, he ain't tripping. He, he look. Now Valley High Culture. He say other Now Valley High Cultures. Do they call the Now Valley now on my trip and Brendan? So they think so so Cambridge now agrees with the bro about uh Now Valley. Because they wasn't using it back then when he wrote this book. You call it the Mediterranean culture and all kind of anything but Now Valley. Matter of fact, I got joked. You know it, Chef. You know it, bro. I got joked about the Now Valley. Oh, that's black algae. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it was black algae when he wrote it. All right. I don't care. I don't care how much it got. Then chapter six, seven. It say the Africans. It, it, it's founding and, and this destruction uh, chronological outline of data. Then it says African origin of Greek philosophy, myth of reality, question and answer on the Africans. Mother, it say mother of God and God, a man. Orthodox liberal African history and historians. This man was talking about Africans, dog. Now, African, Africa and Africans were synonymous. Africa was synonymous with the black continent. They called it the dark continent. Why they called it the dark continent? They called it the dark continent because they presupposed that it was all Africans on the continent. This is before they had a, this is before the fucking skin map. Okay, so when things start to come out that these Egyptians are light brown, right? They was like, nah, 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 nah. They are invaders. Well, what the hell else was they supposed to say? Remember, they had the five races, right? Caucasoid, Mongoloid. Where the Caucasoids live at in Asia? Caucasus Mountains. Mongoloids, where they live at? China. Uh, 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 what is it? Oceania. All right, what else? 
Negroids. Where the Negroids live there, Brendan? Negroids only live where? Did they say in half of Africa or Africa period? They said the Negroids lived in Africa and Native America. Where the Native Americans live at? They were central to North America. So ain't nobody delusional around here when we were saying that Egypt is a African civilization. Niggas fought you back then, bro. I'm saying in the 80s, in the 90s, they fought you for that. When I was conquered by religion, they was, oh, y'all crazy. Egyptians not African. It wasn't even, look, Egyptians not black. That wasn't it. That's some new shit niggas can't. They were saying the Egyptians wasn't African. Watch this. As soon as publications like this start saying that the Egyptians is homegrown Africans, now, mystically speaking, now, well, they not black. Then you say, okay, we don't use a racial construct, right? They homegrown against indigenous Africans. Then they hit us with this. Oh, oh, they not your type of African. Now it's that type of African. Well, now they're not West Africans, but now they're not East Africans, but they North Africa, they're not North Africa. This shit is a bunch of bullshit at the end of the day, bro. No matter how you try to put that shit, Egyptian civilization is a homegrown indigenous civilization. Simple as that, yo. And I could put a period on that and never say it, never goddamn thing about it, but they won't let me. Oh, y'all trying to say y'all. Even niggas got enough sense to know fucking geography. We know what the hell West Africa is. Ain't nobody on this show trying to make West Africans Northeast Africans. If you is, you, you tripping. Okay? Nobody trying to make South Africans East Africans. Nobody's trying to do that. But we recognize Somali. We recognize Ethiopia. We recognize Libya. We recognize Nubia. You know what I'm saying? We recognize North Africa and Northeast Africa all playing a role in the civilization that they call Egypt. And they all Africans. The problem is that the black biologist, he doesn't want to recognize the light-skinned African. Oh, they're not African. They're the invaders. No, they just as African as you. And I can put a period on that shit, man. That's my point. Like, I don't got to, like, 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 let somebody jump out there on where they think, how I started, what part started, yo. I'm saying I'm, I'm chopping heads off. We ain't, I'm chopping heads off. That, that go for you, Chef. Brendan, y'all dive out the window. Come with you what you got, yo. When, when you but, but, if, but if I say this, if I say that there was a culture, right, the, the, the what they call the Fayum culture that was towards the north, towards the delta, right that lived around the the Fayum lake right not directly on the nile right this is in the the middle middle holocene right middle to late holocene right pre-dynasty egypt that played a big part in the neo bringing the neolithic culture right which helped to bring rise to the civilization of egypt is that that being said the Fayum culture is an african civilization right they, were, they were there they were there on the Fayum river that's right right to the uh to the east or to the west of the uh, the Nile, right? To the Nile River, right? I'm not saying that the Fayum wasn't an African culture. Right? I'm saying that that was a group, right, towards the north that had just as much influence, right, and that contributed to the rise of the Egyptian culture as the Nubians in the south, right? Would you say that you would have a problem with that statement? Nope. I would say flat out that the Fayum culture had aid and abetted 
and lower Egypt culture. And I would say that upper Egyptian culture coalesce more with the Sudan and Nubia and, 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 and West, uh, West, Western Egypt. I say those, those, those particular areas were coalesced together and were deeply influenced by what you would call later on Nubian culture. That's what I would say. Right, and I, I would totally, I would totally agree with that. Right. Um, again, just just sort of earlier when I mentioned, right, in terms of the rise of the the agriculturalist, um, I guess you would say, the rise of the civilization. We talked about the pastoralism, right? We talk about the cattle raising of cattle and the the uh, the hunter gatherers, right, down south, right. That's one strain, one path towards the Neolithic that happened in the south that coalesces around Nubia and lower Egypt, or I guess you would say that's upper Egypt, right? And then the separate way, right? The separate sort of Neolithic emergence was towards the North, not necessarily based on pastoralism, right? It was based on the harvesting and the growing and the farming of grains and cereals, right? And they also had some hunter-gatherer sort of elements seasonally, right? Right, in that Fayum culture and up towards the Delta. Right, two separate paths moving towards the Neolithic, right? Moving towards agriculture, right? And, the, and large scale food production, all with it on the Nile, right? All of those civilizations sort of giving emer, emergence to, to Egypt, right? That's that multicultural or that multi regional theory that I talk about, right? Not taking away from the contributions from the South, not taking away or ignoring the contributions. From the northern uh, populations as well, right? Because think about it, we have to we have to talk about the Badarians. We have to add the the um, the Nakata in there. We have to add uh, the Merende, right? All of these different cultures, right? They sort of coalesced, right, in different regions along the Nile, right, to to have this culture emerge. Mm. No. Mm. Y'all familiar with the Nakata project? Who's running it? Chef No, you familiar with the Nakata project? Chef mm -mm. calling Chef <laughs> Chef is exhausted. He's like, I'm not Chef doing Nell. this. Calling Chef <laughs> We're calling Chef. Are you familiar with the Nakata project? Yes or I, no? I, I was sure this was going to trigger him. <laughs> it was open. I, I thought he I thought he was gonna start screaming into his mic as soon as we <laughs> we're, we're we're baiting you voodoo 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 god damn it oh voodoo y'all wild up man this man through his whole book just talking about africans 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 Man, yo, so why is he crazy? Yo, he, he was right, yo. Indigenous Africans. No matter how much shit he got wrong, yo, he got that part right. That the Nile Valley was peopled by indigenous Africans. That's what he said. He the first person I ever heard say indigenous Africans. He was making sure indigenous Africans, yo. I got this shit highlighted from years ago. We'll read some highlighted part. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, this is the, oh, uh, okay. Prescription fertility, all right. He was going to the Mennonite custom people loud. Let me see what I got here. 
Okay. Oh man. Brendan, I wanna oh. I wanna agree with what you were saying um, for the simple fact that uh, one thing though we, we fail to realize that when we're looking at these uh, cultures from an archaeological perspective, they're dated from this time to that time. But I think there's a more fluid uh, uh, adaptation from one group of people changing over to another culture. I think that's dynamic because the people in that particular area don't just disappear. The culture may change. And the, the development of, of, of pastoralism or any other type of, 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 of civilization had a lot to do with the environmental pressures of where you were. Um, we read last time that also in the in the Levant area, because of their their flat area and and, and proximity to to the river, that they developed uh, um, um, agriculture pretty early too and pastoralism. So it's environmental pressures that determine what you're gonna be developing at, at, in a particular area. And as societies come together, these <clears throat> different aspects merge. So yes, I would say that all the different cultures and, and, and aspects of life on the Nile played a, a, played a role in what later on be, became um, um, Egypt. Maybe politically, and, and that type of structure came primarily from, from, from the South, who knows? But in terms of agriculture and those type of things, you would find that more in the Delta area than in the Valley area. So, so yeah, I, I would say that all played a role because of the fluidity and the dynamics of cultures rising and falling in the development of what we know as Egypt today. But that is something different than saying that Mediterranean niggas from Anatolia okay. came down and they built the pyramids because them, uh, them, them, them sub-Saharan Africans, they didn't have no writing and buildings and civilization. So it must have came from outside of Africa. I keep hearing that underlying tone being said, and I don't like it because it's not true. It's what white supremacists up to today, like Alex Jones and Donald Trump would say. This is actually incorrect. So that one, that's that that tone there rubs me in the wrong way. Honestly, I <laughs> <laughs> I just put it in the map on the screen, man. So map the ass up real quick, man. Uh, real fast, real fast. You got, you got to let me know. All right, you go. I'm just gonna map this up real quick, man. We're gonna look at this real quick. Take us two seconds, uh, Brendan. Did we, 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 we close the show on this. All right. Okay. Oh man. All right, y'all see the map, right? That's too big on there. Mm -hmm. All right, so we got the That's delta, good. right? I like this map. We got the delta, right? We got what Brendan was talking about, the Fayoum. Fayoum culture. Oh, oh shit. Fayoum culture. All right, y'all see that, right? Where's the Fayoum culture located? Lower Egypt. where is it? Lower Egypt, yeah. All right. We got Nile Delta. Okay, 
Rosetta. They got the Rosetta Stone from, right? Got Alexandra. In these cities, it actually snows. I'm gonna say it again. In these cities in Alexandria, it actually snows. Okay, now I know heavy snow, but you got ice, sleet, hail, snowing, right? There's a reason for that, reason for that. You got obvious, this is the capital, of the capital uh, of the Hiscos, all right? You got these different tributaries right here, right? Okay, you got your Sinai. Okay, you got this right here, Sebet Kadan. This is where they found the turquoise uh, temple, where they find the earliest writing. That's why they call it uh, Sinai, proto-Sinetic. They call it proto-Sinetic. So proto-Sinetic, because they find that writing, that cursive writing at the turquoise mines right here. Is where they found the alphabetic script at. They call it proto-cybernetic. All right. Then we come to the Kata. This is the Kata culture right here. Bing, 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 bing. That's up in Egypt, the Kata culture. So at this time in history, you you do not put this. Don't do it. Don't put this. Don't put this with this. That wouldn't be proper. Am I, not, am I not right or wrong? Am I right or wrong, Brendan? Nope, you're, you're spot on. Different shit right. going on here, yo. All right. Koomo. Mm -hmm. You got Efu. You got Aswan. Y'all see Aswan, right? Where they built the Aswan Dam at, right? That is clearly within Upper Egypt. All right. You pay close attention. Clear. Got Abu Simbel, right? You got not the plier, all right? Not the plier. When not the plier, that's in the what? The Western Desert. All right, not the plier. You got Kush. You got the second cataract. Second cataract, all right? Got the Nubian Desert. You got Kermit, third cataract. You got Kop, you got Kawa. You got Nab, Napta, Napata. All right. Jabul, Bakol. You got Monroe. You got the fifth cataract. All right. So I'm letting y'all know I'm making my stand right here. Now, now remember, just like you said, you can't put what you saw in Lower Egypt down in Napata. Now, same, no, same, this same, number two. same goals. You can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't, can't put, put low, that no, down no, no, no. there. Up, you right. No, 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 no. I'm going to clump this together, though. This is what I'm going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put this. Watch this. Watch how I do this. I'm going to put Upper Egypt, right? Nakata. I'm going to put that. We're here. I'm going to come all the way to here. Third, fourth cataract. I'm putting these together. I'm going to put this. This is what I'm doing. That's how I'm doing it. I'm doing that. That's what I'm going to do. And I dare anybody but cross why, that goddamn line. But, but but why wouldn't you put it up north as well? If you're, because it don't got nothing gonna, to do with that. If, if you... <laughs> it don't got nothing to do with that. It don't got nothing to do with that. Listen, the time periods I'm talking about, there is no place called Lower Egypt, nor is there no place called Upper Egypt. We're talking about Nakata. And I'm saying the Nakata people, the Nakata, you know what I'm saying? Remember, we talked about the Nakata. 
Mm. Right? You talk about the root kustul. No, that no, that's not that's kusia. That's nope, not nope, it. Nope. Wadi ham. All right. Thieves, Luxor, Karnak, Hecapolis, right? Edfu, right? We got plenty of Nubian grade. I'm going to show you we all you find all that Edfu, all this, Aswan. I'm saying, yo, they, they're very similar in culture during this time period. All that. Before it was called Kush, before it was called that, they're very, very similar in culture. I can prove that. All right? I'm saying your herd come from here. All right, but it's more than just that. It's more than just herd, because anybody can herd. It's other things I can bring out. It's gonna coalesce with this from here to here. That's where I'm at. And I'm saying down here is a little bit older than here. All right, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I draw my line in the fucking sand right here. This is where I draw my line at. Draw my line right here, right here, yo. I dare y'all cross the line. I dare you. That's what I'm at. If he's he's gonna put he's pushing the uh Nakata border down past the third cataract uh shelf. <laughs> no, it's not called nope. No, I'm not. Nope. Uh, nope. I'm saying that Nakata culture comes out of that. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that them people in Nakata call less more with them people down there than they do up north. That's what I'm saying. I agree that. Yep. So, and you're saying, and you're saying those the culture of Nakata, what we see, you're saying it emerged. I'm saying out of Nakata emerged the Egyptians. Prior to that, but where, but where did the Nakata? Are you saying that the Nakata culture emerged from further south as well? Yes. You gotta have to yep. show that. You gotta have to show that. Yes, there it is. There it is. He's worth me. I'm just waiting for Chef to dive. Dive. Hit the water. Stick your foot in the water. You'd have to show that. Mm-hmm. I can show that. Guarantee you I can show that. And I'm going I'm to beat you up, Brendan, on that whole weather shit. We ain't using the weather thing. The weather causing. So you're no, not saying well, climate change didn't have. You're saying climate change. Nah, we ain't, no, we ain't using that. Nope. All right. Yeah, you know I got the famous, you know how you be boy, 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 boy. Now that's the old model. That's the old model. I even said the climate change, man. What, nah. is, what is the new? What is the new model? The new model that's is the, the weapon that the climate change actually didn't affect them because down that fourth and fifth cataract, yo, that shit was plush. I can pull that map up. I'm gonna show y'all something. I can pull that up right now. That shit didn't affect them. See, but I can clearly show there's a time where that whole upper newbie that that lower shit. Yeah, you know I'm saying sparse, sparse, sparse evidence of people being there during the time they was down there. I can show that. Sure, Ken. Yeah, I definitely show that. That is 6,000 BCE, bro. Right? I can show astronomical clocks. I can show a whole lot. Ain't nothing cracking like that in a quote unquote uh, Lord Egypt. Nothing cracking like that, bro. Like we ain't going to you. I know we ain't playing that game. No, sir. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's, but I ain't going to get y'all with the cattle coat. I'm going to go a little bit deeper than just a cattle coat. Right? Because a cattle coat, uh, you know, you can find cattle coats in India. You can find cattle coats in uh, with modern day Iraq, Asia, Europe. You know what I'm saying? And 
the, the, the way they do what they do, they should is is is. It, it, I'm gonna put. Let me say without giving too much away. I'm not saying down south, yo. The way they did what they did, yo. All that shit ran together. But you, but you're gonna need that cattle cult to to substantiate your argument about about climate change not being one of the major contributors, right? In terms of the the movement of the population. No, I'm saying the cattle right? cult because, is not because what that's. Makes it- because that's that's uh, that piece is uh, within Christopher Eric and Dave Wingrove's work. They talk about right about um, climate change not being as much of a factor down south, right? And they talk about the cattle yeah. cult being one of those pieces, right? And they call it the pri- the emergence of the primary pastoral community, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. And they and they don't give as much credence to the climate change arguments. But again, right? You said they don't. Rooted, do it, they don't. David Wingrow and Christopher Eric talks about that, and they use the emergence of that primary pastoral community sort of as the center of their argument that says, well, the pastoralism is what sort of drove the movement of the populations. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 Which, but yeah. but but again, you're you're gonna need that cattle cult to substantiate. Yeah. 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 Argument. But I, yeah. But what I'm saying, but right. the thing to make it distinctly African ain't the cattle cult because you can go to India. And find you know rituals and stuff around cattle. You can right. go to Asia and Europe and find the same type. So I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I, I I would say I'm sorry. I don't want to cut you off. What I would say if you don't if you wouldn't use the cattle cult, right? No, as, say, as, would, as, as what make it African. Right. I I would say the the other piece. Right. I don't I don't want to uh, steal your thunder or anything. I would say what I would use the other piece would be the motifs of the. Um, of the religious traditions, right? The, the motifs of the religious traditions, what we see on the Castul incense burner and the movement of those those religious motifs and the uh, and the royal motifs as well, right? Yeah, I ain't touching that. So, I, you can have that. I don't want to touch that. Got something better. I don't want to touch that. What else could it be? What else could it be? Don't worry about it. We, where you at? <laughs> where, you at? where you at, chef? You jumping? Right, yes, in the silent mode. <laughs> no, nah, it's too late. It's not jumping tonight. But me and you, me and you, me and you gonna get it in though, Brendan. We're gonna figure it out since Chef don't wanna jump in. We're gonna figure it out. Man, did we put the, the thing in the chat or what? What we doing? What y'all doing? I don't think we did yet. Oh, I see that. I did put it in there one time. Oh. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I'm trying to check what the Arabs say. I, I, I'm I'm trying to guess what is uh what the crux of his argument is going to be, Cedric. Is it going to be the pottery? Is it going to is it going to be with the wavy rock? Yeah, is it going to be the wavy line pottery? Let's get nah, let's nah, get we up. that's already given, dog. Like we don't don't nobody want to talk about. They ain't even had that ancient. Put we don't got to talk about that. That's an easy. I don't want the easy. The burial grounds, the burials. Yeah, the burial I want practices. the burials. I want them same burials you find there and there with the side. I got them. Okay. I got right. them, son. Right. Put me in the, the game, coach. Put me in the game, <laughs> yo. The B work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> put me in the game, coach. Put me in the game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I got them. I got them. Them Mediterranean niggas Now, now, Cedric, I still say that Egypt was a Mediterranean culture as well. With all that, what we talked about earlier about, you know, Egypt emerging out of that multi-regional, multicultural sort of uh, element, I still say later on, right, in the New Kingdom, when Egypt was 
squarely an empire, right? There, they were a Mediterranean culture at that juncture, right? Because of the, the influence and the cultural exchange and the communication that they had on the Mediterranean. That's what I, I say there, right? Even, even if you, you so can why even go back forward. further. Why get you can even forward? Go, Right, why but you can't even go further that? back. So why ain't it a Nubian culture then, yo? I was, I was going to ask that question. Yeah, that's so all the, I be saying. So Dutch, if y'all can see Dutch. that it's a Nubian culture, because they had a busting trade down there prior to anything up there, bro. So why ain't we going to say that? Why I, would say we, I would say we could say that. Like I could say, say, say we could. When the British colonies were established, those were those were English cultures, right? Those settlements were English settlements with English culture, right? They weren't Native American culture because the, the British controlled that whole vast space where the Native Americans were. But, anyway, but, keep, but keep it. Right, right. Yeah, 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 that's another rabbit hole that we won't tackle. No, 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 Brendan. But, but again, but, but they, they went out, they went out and they expanded their empire. The Romans did the same thing. So we talk about the Roman Empire. We don't say the Romans became a a a a a a, a, a British Empire or a British British culture because they were But we do. Up. But we do call them a Mediterranean one, right? We call no, them Greek call and them Roman. Culture, no, uh, no, I'm saying Roman the, culture. the Roman Roman cultures, right? We, they, call we, it, call, we call it Roman culture. Right? Because we also, Romans they also considered it a Mediterranean spread, culture, right? And spread their culture, which was the base, base in, in Rome on, on that piece of Mediterranean. And they spread Roman culture all around. They didn't went up into Europe and spread Mediterranean culture into Europe. I don't think that's that's not what I'm saying when I say it's a Mediterranean culture, right? So I would say when the Egyptians went out, they spread Egyptian culture throughout the Mediterranean. They didn't become a Mediterranean culture. They were the dominant influence. And they, and they, of, were, and they were also influenced by, by the Mediter Mediterranean culture. Yes, well, the Romans right. were influenced were, by each right. each right. culture they came right. into contact with. Right, right. It's, it's very right. It difficult to Roman, have contact without it was being... the Roman cultures, the Roman civilization, and the Roman culture that was the dominant force. Like, so how do we quantify the Egyptians are being consumed and influenced where they were the golden empire and the Romans were the one? He says you should just ask me to show you that in the in, in up to date publication when they're calling it that. Let me, let, let me come to page 81. I did, I did show it to you. When? Let me right. see. I mean, this is this is the uh, the source that I got from the, Medi the Mediterranean source. I think it was 20, I think it's a 2021 source. I, I showed this to you a couple weeks ago. We talked about I, it. Would, I would consider. I would consider parts from Egypt today, so listen, Mediterranean culture today. One, yes. one, one second. Um, let me say in page eighty-one. Let me show you what Doctor Ben had to offer us in uh, nineteen. Uh, listen, here you oh, go. Uh, I really want Jeff to flip over. No, no, he ain't got flip. Look, in 1970, 1972, 
uh, published in 1989. This is what he had to offer us, right? Uh, I learned about potassium. I got it highlighted, look. See? So I was learning about potassium argon dating, absolute method for, date for dating rocks at which rich and potassium-based rate uh, disintegration of potassium-40 into calcium-40 and argon-40 generally applied to rocks more than uh, 400,000 years old. Then I got Presentipithecus, the hominid bed, bed one, or old of old gorge named Homo habilis. Then you got a primitive term, primitive, a term was supposed to designate the earliest stage of development. Uh, what else you got? You got race. He says, he says race, the mythical non-scientific classification of mankind into allegedly distinct groups. Then you got uh, Rhodesian man, Homo uh, rhododensis, named after the skull from Brook Hill, Zimbabwe, dated back to a period of upper Paleocene. African equivalent to Neanderthal man. This is what I was learning from Dr. Ben. Nobody was giving us this, yo. So all the mistakes he made in his work, yo, I learned about this type of stuff. Read Dr. Ben's work so much so that I had it all highlighted. Uh, you know, then he talked about Cecil Rose, a man whose honor, who, who, who honored the name of the fossil peers, was a master of genocide, a slave merchant, and a racist in the earth decree. I mean, degree, a racist in the, in the nth degree. It say to the Africans in South and Southern East Africa in the 1800s repeated the same type of intubus, uh, uh was the same type of intubus magnet Alf, Adolf Hitler represents uh, to the world to, to the world jury. These fossils should be renamed by African educators. So he was trying to get the fossils named after that was his fight. Why, why aren't we naming these fossils the same way we fighting with those men? Mediterranean thing, like, why aren't the fossils named after these indigenous people? Guess what they try to do now? They try to name these fossils after indigenous people these days. So, 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 so brothers was 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 really fighting, right, to make that to, to make those type of changes. Did he get everything right? Nope. The Pliocene, late period in a territory spanning a four million to two million years old. Yeah, won't nobody talk about stuff like that, man. Nobody. Middle Stone Age, Middle Egypt, Mesolithic, um, Morbitania. What else we got? Koi Sand people, Khatun Mesolithic. He talked about the put. Look, Khatun Mesolithic culture of fishing, fishing on the banks of the Nile at Khatun, specifically noted by the bone harpoon and wavy line pottery, bro. I learned that from Dr. Ben. Look, you see it, right? Did you open up page 78 and make sure I wasn't tripping? 78. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. You got, can you hear me now? Yeah. No, no. You're, you're on point. I was just looking for my source. I found it. But the wavy line pottery come from Dr. Ben. You feel me? Oh, okay. That was, uh, the, he was the first person exposed you to that one? Right. Where else was I getting way back then, right? <laughs> the harpoon, the grinding stones. Look, harpoon, look, look, here you go. Culture for fishing on the banks of the Nile at the cartoon, specifically noted by the bone harpoon and waving on pottery. Get that from nobody else. Nobody else writing about that. 
Yeah, put that stores up there. Go ahead. Share your screen. Let's see here. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Um, you you remember this? I because me. Yeah, I remember that. I want to put that yeah, way, yo. Yeah, me and Corey actually we read the um, the abstract to this source a couple times. Live. Yeah, yeah. This was on the pseudo killer show. A couple. Yeah, well, you got a chance to do it again. Hold on, just a second. I'm just gonna show it. Right, um, because remember we talked about about the Mediterranean um, in terms of the African roots and the Asian roots, right, of the Mediterranean, and sort of how both Asia and Africa was systematically removed from the Mediterranean, right. So, so Asia's role, right, or Mesopotamia's role within the Mediterranean region was sort of removed, just like Egypt's role was removed. Right, due to race, racial sentiments, right? And this particular source sort of deals with that, right? It puts both, you would say the Mediterranean or the, um, it puts both the Mesopotamian or they say the Asian influence and the African roots, the African influence, namely Egyptian, back on the Mediterranean in its proper context. And that's what this source is about. Right, and this is one that I put in the back chat. Chef, you remember seeing this source, right? So it talks about, so in terms of having that discussion and saying, okay, well, we can say, we can talk about Egypt and its relation to the Mediterranean without removing Egypt from the African continent, right? That's the whole sort of goal of, of, of some of these conversations that were happening, right? I can, I can say, when I say that, that Egypt or Mesopotamia or Greece or Rome were Mediterranean cultures, right? I'm doing so without taking them away from their indigenous pieces, right? Can't see your screen. No, no, I, I took it. I took it down. This is the, this is the source, right? Hey, what, let me see with the abstract. Just read the abstract. Let's see. Go ahead. What's that? Yeah, okay. It says, right. In, it, right, say, in antiquity, the regions encompassed by the Mediterranean Sea were extremely fertile, allowing rapid prosperity. This wealth combined with the easy communication between banks contributed to the rich and successful transmission of knowledge, especially during the first millennia BC, which turned the great sea, the core of ancient history. Later, the Mediterranean civilization was acknowledged as the fundamental political, cultural, artistic, and religious substratum for the construction of the so-called Western world. Yet, it was in Egypt and Mesopotamia during the fourth and third century BC that many of these foundations were first set. The ancient Mediterranean world was not just influenced by its African and Asian neighbors, but it was in fact defined by a profound communion at all levels between these different regions. In the 21st century, however, many European countries still insist in portraying themselves as direct heirs of the combined Greco-Roman and Judeo-Christian traditions disregarding their African and Asian roots. As a result of this flawed self-perception, a gap between Europe, Africa, and Asia came to be bearing deep consequences to the present. Since with this contribution, we aim to reclaim the importance of these other legacies to the construction of the cradle of civilization, right? 
So that's sort of what this is saying, right? It's basically, it's saying some of the same things that we talk about in the same, same way we talk about Egypt, how Egypt was systematically taking a, taken out of Africa due to, you know, either Judeo tradition, uh, Judeo Christian or racial terms, right? This is saying the Mediterranean, right? was done sort of the same way. People took Asia out of the Mediterranean. They took Africa out of the Mediterranean, right? And in the having having we, this this these particular these newer sources are are bringing those con, those conversations back into their proper context, right? So So yeah, when but I, so, so when I so when I say so but they ain't calling it that though, yo. They talking about their participation in and and and, and how they was the first to trade and all that shit in the Yo, they ain't, they ain't saying it's a Mediterranean culture, though, like y'all saying. They ain't saying that. It must be somewhere else in that paper to say that. Because well, the way just they, a, they, that's just the abstract. That's just the abstract, right? You have to go read, you know, read through yeah, it. Yeah, find exactly that. What it's saying. No, but, but you want the, you want you want me to find the exact. You know words. that's different, right? <laughs> you want me to yeah, see the exact yeah, words saying yeah. that Egypt of course is mean. a Mediterranean culture. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, right. yeah, of course I do. I mean, why shouldn't I be able to have that? Well, I should be able to be, have that. Well, you have to be fair. I, you, have I, to, you have to I, read I the find source. find shit saying. Well, you have to look, be there. You have to read the source. No, no, because I can find something context. saying. I can find something to say that motherfucking uh, um, <laughs> Egypt is a direct transplant from Sudanese culture. I can find that. <laughs> well, wait, what's, what source says that? Pull it up, pull it up. Let's see. Not, not today. I'm waiting for Chef to jump up there. Not today. Oh man. <laughs> see, we, we have to, see, Chef. We have to put all our cards on the table. He, he puts no none of his down. Wait right? a minute, yo. I did. I've done presentations, yo. I gave a uh, 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 pearl to swine. This is, this is all he showed today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all talk too much shit about Doctor Benedict. <laughs> Chef gotta let me get mine back. Yo, he talk shit. Oh, I just wanted to know, Brendan, I actually wanted to show you that certain parts of the book is actually a great uh, 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 demonstration of, of giving the community scientific literacy, yo. Like, this, like he give you all the fossils and all that. He wasn't lying about that. That's for damn sure, yo. Well, well you, know, you know I don't throw out everything, you know. Did he get certain things wrong? Right? Did he? You know, I don't. In terms of you know what he what he did inside of his professional career and all that, okay, I can separate that from some of the other information, right? I I can I can do that. I don't know if other people as are as tolerant, <laughs> you know, but you know I I can do that. But you but have you read the book yet though? Not cover to cover. I read parts of it. So he not even I talking read, black. He's just saying. I read parts of, of this one. It, again, it, these, these are hard books to digest for me. Right? It's very, the, the content is very difficult for me to get through because it's just in a format that I'm not used to. So, so I, have to, I have to sit down and really read through it and, and figure out, you know, what, what are some of the, the useful nuggets, what some of it isn't, you know. Yeah, I learned maybe, about fauna. Maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get Re, Dr. Reggie. I'll get Reggie to, uh, to help me get through it. And Doc, let me tell you how Doc was giving it up, yo. Doc was giving it up like this. He say, it's in bed, hold on. He say, uh, there unearthed of Xenopithecus Boise on July 17, 1959, 
on the slopes of Bear One and Old of Old Gorge, Tanzania, East Africa, at the site known as FLK, has been to date the most outstanding find to the link of man, as we know him today, and his prehistoric ancestors of thousands, uh, of thousands, also millions of years ago. A type of man, Sir Charles Darwin, I'm gonna say this again, it say of years ago, it say the type of man, Sir Charles, Sir Charles Darwin, the Victorian scientist spoke about superior to, to, to man-like qualities in Rhodesia. Broadway man, uh, in every aspect, they say it is in bid one, which contains fauna, uh, that's animals, as well as Australopithecus and, and the pebble culture, which they produced. Uh, Dr. Leakey uh, found, found his Xanthopithecus and Homo habilis enthroned uh, uh, at the base. It's a, one can only imagine the, ex the extinct of the work that was necessary to collect the fragment fossils and subsequent reconstruction to replace them in their original form, considering the expansion and uh, in which the remains were trapped for so long, about a thousand years, and levels exceeding from them, from, exceeding from them 21 uh, feet below the top of bed one. Yo, that's how he was just giving it up, bro. He was he, he was talking science and showing you the finds. I that, that's where I learned evolution from, bro. So I could never throw that away, bro. I, I, what nobody talk about this in the community? Even the people that was talking about Dr. Ben's book, they all skipped the scientific part of the book and went to the whole Egyptian shit. They would never talk about this, dude. I didn't learn about Leakey. I learned about Leakey in here. Charles Darwin, Leakey, Zentopithecus. I learned all that in here, bro. So yeah, he might have got fucking 50% of the shit he was talking about wrong, but he got that origin of man right. You, you, know, you, want, man, me to, you, you want me to show yeah, which one? Let me let me I'll, I'll grab the book that I really liked and I'm, I'm going to show you this is this is one that's probably near and dear to your heart. Hold on just a second. Let me I'm going to. I got the book today to my goddamn heart. Nigga. <laughs> it's only two. Dr. Bennett Chancellor Williams work. With all their mistakes. Nah, you forgot one. Oh man, God and Civilization. That's another book. <laughs> right? Kick me, this, is, kill me. <laughs> this, this one here. This one here. Go is, chapter uh, two. This is the better. Open up chapter two. This is What's this it? is my joint, right? I, because this one uh this one deals into evolution really good early on. Chapter two say. Chapter two say. It's John G. Jackson, right? Yes, right, sir. Right, right. You, you like that one, Chef? Right. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, this one. Evidence. What chapter evolution. two say? What chapter two? Right. This what is it say? The factors and evidence of evolution. Right. Go ahead. Read that. What did he say? First, first chat. What did he say? All right. Let me see. What you just want me to knock out the first couple paragraphs? Yeah. What did he say? You know, really, he showed you right there with Charles Darwin. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he hits it right there. He says, "No, no properly educated person denies the reality <laughs> of the evolutionary process." <laughs> Although right, there is considerable disagreement among the authorities as to the, persist, the precise uh, causation of evolution, on the fact of evolution, there is no dissent. The agreement, this disagreement is on the relative values 
of the causal factors of the process, right? So yeah, so, this is yeah, this one's a really good one here. Combo, like like natural selection. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, you yeah, like like that. The base be like what was it? Natural sex, selection, sexual selection, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, he also talks about how yeah. dog wasn't talking about right, right. Yeah. It it on it, the second page. Right, man, because I guess the part, the man god in civilization, he just goes through each one of the concepts in detail, right? And the well, man, what's first though? What's first? Well, he, he goes well, man, right? He goes right. into man and the evolution of man, and then he goes through, you know, in terms of religion, and he talks about civilization. It man, in goes and through man, right? And God and civilization, get it? Right, yeah, yeah, it, 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 and that's exactly what he did. He went through all three concepts thoroughly, right? So I, I, that's why I like this. I like this book. Yeah, but that's why I got my evolution from. And then I had to pick up the pace. Yeah, man, I had to pick up the pace. Right. So there's and, you some, know, there's some really good conscious shit. community works out there. You got to pick them, right? Yeah, you got to pick them, yo. And then he, and then you get in the parts of the book, and he be talking slap crazy. <laughs> 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 of course, you know they they have their moments, right? They have their moments. Oh, can we talk about man gone civilization? Man, we need. To, well, well, I think Corey. I think uh, Corey. Uh, he he likes uh, John G. Jackson, right? Nope. Nah, they don't pick him apart. That's like some wild him, shit. Man. They don't like none of them. I can't believe you're gonna keep quiet the whole show, Chef. You don't got that kind of discipline, yo. We ain't got that kind of discipline. Let's go go grab your book off the shelf about Nzinga. That'll that'll get him. Better get him, nigga. Go grab that. Uh no, y'all go in, y'all rocking. Or those or something about the uh what's it? The um the, the, the tablets, the holy tabernacle tablet. Let's get some. <laughs> um, All right. Unfortunately, I don't. I don't have any of that. Go ahead and teach that. Um, that that Doctor Ben stuff. I gave you the shit. I gave you all the good shit. Your Doctor Ben was killing him. No, he got a lot of shit that was crazy, Chef. We know. I think his lectures be more crazy than the books he was writing, though. Huh? I said, go ahead and teach all your um, your Doctor Ben. I'm good. <laughs> nope. So y'all can shoot me up all day tomorrow. Nope. I got shot up enough today. Nope. I, I just wanted. I, I'm saying maybe people listen to Doctor Ben when it comes to evolution, though. That's right. That you know. That's what I killed setting them with, though. They was talking all that shit. Oh, evolution. I said, yo, but Doctor Ben, I thought you said it his feet, yo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that he started off right. They all start this shit off right. Give you evolution, then get into the history. That's what you're supposed to do. That's how you teach that. Because you can always use the evolution to realize who, you know, where, where, where Africans come from. It's a great way to do it, yo. And, and, and that's what I, I stick to that. So now nah, I ain't ready to throw them niggas away. Yo. They can make mistakes. Whatever they had to do, yo, that, that part of their work was right and exact. I'm going to give them that. Where you at, Cedric? Cedric, quiet. You ran off Cedric. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm listening. Yeah, that, that whole thing about dismissing Dr. Ben, look. 
we have to put things in its time and in its context, okay? And what Dr. Ben, like you were saying, um, when we look at his scientific work, he's spot on with what it was at the time. So now I mentioned, for example, Akebula, because nowhere where I go and look for Akebulan, can I find it? Was he allowed some artistic liberty to, to come up with what he felt was a cool name? He was entitled to do it. Was it pseudo? Yes. Doesn't take away from what he was factually and actually correct about though. So you can't throw out, uh, like they say, uh, throw out the baby with the bathwater. You have to eat the meat off the bones. If you try and bite a, a T-bone steak, you're going to break your teeth. So it only takes a little bit of common sense to say, okay, you got this wrong, and I'm not going to uh, um, quote this or refer to this. But these five, six, seven points he was spot on, which laid the foundation for X, Y, Z. So we cannot take that away. And again, every community corrects the mistakes of their scholars, but they don't dismiss them and throw them outright, throw them out right away. They would never do that. Newton was wrong, but we still call him Newtonian physics. When Einstein corrected all his mistakes, so we won't say that Newton was bullshit and he didn't went to school and he sat under a tree, blah, 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 and his, his stuff wasn't correct. No, we accept it for what it is and it was built apart. So why can't we do the same? But again, what, what I'm seeing here is, is a, a sort of zealots. We got the Bobby Hammonds, we got the Phil Valentines, uh, we, we, we got Ivan von Sertema that, that made some mistakes uh, and we throw them all in one big heap and, and try to throw them all away. Just now these cats are going to want to throw away Dia. Nah, he made some mistakes. He was wrong. Let's throw him in the trash. No. And that isn't good scholarship either. And we're not going to put them in the same camps with the Bobby Hammonds and 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 the the, the 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 Yorks and these guys, these are actual scholars that did real work and laid the foundation for us having this conversation here today. We can't just throw them away. What we can do is correct their mistakes, show our growth and our scientific literacy, and, and correct their mistakes and keep it moving. But but to start and dismiss them. And, and, and throw them out the window. No, we ain't gonna do that. But 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 Nzinga was a was a slave handler though. Let me just put that in there. <laughs> yeah, I think um I don't think that's a um a good equivalence um to the way the way that you just put it out. I, I don't think that's um you know what you call I think that's that's not the same thing, but I'll let y'all have it. What's not the same thing and what you let me have and what did I put out? You, your statement isn't quantified. No, that um, you know, he's allowed to um 
take artistic license or you know and yeah that was a that was a joke Chef. that was a pun he was dead wrong on that there's no source for that <laughs> he's just dead wrong there's no way that he can quantify a continent when the people themselves didn't see themselves on a continent well comparing him to to newton um and and Einstein um coming with better mathematics. Um, yeah, because I, I'm Newton was wrong, like oh, dead wrong. Hold on. The, the the thing the thing of the matter is Dr. Ben did not offer nothing new to the world to to the scientific community, right? These was other people work that he was um citing in evolution. So we can throw Dr. Ben out. If that's all that he brought to the table, then he's not useful because he didn't bring nothing to the table. He was a historian, right? If, if, if he just, if he put, if he cited the works of evolutionary biologists, right? And their findings in his work, he brought nothing to the table. Now, this might have been your first time hearing about it in your small community because y'all read his books, but that don't mean that he offered anything to the community at large. He brought nothing new. Now, if you're going to say that because he talked about evolution, right, this is the thing. A pseudo mixes truth and falsehood together in a strange concoction. They all do it. So because he was right about this, he should get credibility when he's using this to validate all of the wrong shit that he's... No, nah, I, I ain't with that. Okay, I'm a slower conversation down with you, Chef. A pseudo... Quantifying your look, look, polite. You know what we do, polite? We just push all that shit to the side. I ain't got time to trying to figure out what polite... Uh, got right. I know that he started off from a wrong premise and he ended up in the wrong place. That's the same way I put all pseudos. I ain't got okay. time to be deconstructing them, yo. The carrier <laughs> didn't come up with one piece of new information. You feel me? He's a PhD historian, Richard Carrier. He has a hypothesis. He has a hypothesis that Jesus is a myth. And you're saying because he reviewed and reads old material and, 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 and comes up with the conclusion that he comes up with, he didn't contribute nothing new to, to, to his field hey, of study. Hey, hey, Cedric, hold on, Cedric, Cedric, I'm gonna save you. These niggas beat me up all day today, right? <laughs> no, I had to come. No, listen, Cedric, listen. I'm gonna have, we're gonna have to come to this conclusion, right? that it's not our job to do what they doing, right? Because they might not have learned nothing from Dr. Ben. And they got everybody to say, yo, that shit was wild. The same way I say Dr. Phil's shit was wild, right? So you got to give them space to say, yo, Dr. Ben lied about all this college shit. He did. Dr. Ben made up the mountain and the moon shit. We don't know where he got that from. I, I think it was a mistake because he give you the papyrus knowing damn well, somebody's going to look the shit up, right? And he just said a lot. He messed up a lot of shit. But that's not, I mean, like I actually read his books and learned some things. 
some things wrong, a lot of shit right. So, I, I mean, I, I thought Egyptians was African. You know what I mean? Fucking with that. Now they agreeing with it. Now the different variation of African, that's different. But, yo, let them do that. You Like, don't even get yourself like I had all day. I, I got mad for the first minute. Then I realized, yo, they, that's them. They, they don't fuck with Dr. Ben. And that's their truth, yo. It's okay. But there yeah, are arguments. Like, I, I just like the whole Egyptian argument. No, he's like, no, he when your arguments, when your arguments aren't sound, and 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 you're like, wow, well, like he's a historian. What was he supposed to do? Go and build a new pyramid? Like, what what was you expecting a historian to do? Right, right, go, go, have the war over, and then write the story. What new information in terms of scientific? Like the reason I made the analogy is that we have one scientist that was completely wrong. His work was overturned, overturned by, by Einstein. Not improved, not built upon. Newtonian physics was pretty much overturned by Einstein. We still give Newton credit for what he established and don't dismiss him. Although in the realm of science, we can. So now I'm asking, Dr. Ben had his mistakes. He did some shit wrong, but he was factual on a lot of stuff. So why do we dismiss him outright and put him in the same category as a as a as a Dr. York or so? That's what I'm asking. Equivalent, and I was clear. You so keep. I didn't, I didn't compare the two together. I left Einstein and Newton in, in their category, and I let and I let the historians stay in their category. So what? Scientific Dr. discovery was you expecting the Dr. Ben not Dr. a historian. to produce. Dr. Ben not a historian. Okay, my bad. That's your first wrong. He's he's a, he's a lawyer. Okay. <laughs> what? Man, I said it, man. That nigga. Listen, these cats are going come back, are dead, born again to come and argue their illogical positions with me. You can be absolutely right, but if your position is illogical, you cannot have an argument. So he's a lawyer? Yeah, he said he was a lawyer. Then he turned around and said he was an engineer. Then, then, then he turned around and said he was an anthropologist. Then he turned around another time and said he was an Egyptologist. <laughs> I mean, I, listen. Hey, that's I, only, I only know Dr. Ben as a historian. Oh, no, he's trying to say, well, the real Dr. Ben, please stand up. <laughs> so what I understood, what I read, his material is only a historian. Like, he put things into perspective and he draws from different schools of, of, of science, but he's pretty much a historian. You know, I can be wrong. If he was a historian, he was a horrible historian. This motherfucker set up that I'm about to get revved up. This, <laughs> this motherfucker set up there and said Africans came to the new world 2,000 years before Columbus. That's that's your historian, um, Cedric. That you I'm wanna. I mute my mic. I mute my mic, Chef. I mute my mic. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm I'm done. I, I never heard that. 
But if you said what you just said, I'm never ever going to show speak you. Again. We got to send you this video. Yeah, they clipped me, yo. They clipped me. They clipped me earlier, yo. I'm trying to took my shots, man. Solomon. He says Solomon and the queen of, of Sheba had a son and <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm don't, don't don't forget about don't forget about baby Jesus. Don't, don't forget about Jesus was born in a cave in Ethiopia. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, I've been down the road, yo. Get off the road, yo. I'm good. Chef, I'm good. Chef, I'm good. I'm good. I take it all back, Chef. Take it all back. Hey, hey Cedric. Cedric, that's why I bought all the signs, yo. He, he was good. The nigga told a crap full of people that he looked like Jesus. <laughs> what? What did you say? Dr. Ben video ever. Y'all know um, which doc was the one. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I all day long. Yo, it was one video. Doc was at his worst, yo. If, if he said those things, um, we got to mute you. We got to put him in the mute. It's one. Oh, man. We don't know how deep the oh, rabbit hole goes. It's crazy. Hey, 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 chef, chef, look, look, look. I said, look, I ain't tell you, right? I said, damn, okay. I said, he pulled up that side, right? So look, I looked up the magazine. I said, Lord, I said, I said, chef, gonna look that magazine. Scientific diagnosis. Oh, man. Chef, chef. I said, I'm gonna see how long I can keep the magazine. So, so Cedric, I said it one time to me. He said, nigga, you know, that's a signal. Chef, chef, 2000 years. Yo, it was in the 90s, yo. It was in the 90s. Some guy with a bush with Dr. Ben Tom Pollard. It was there 2,000 years before Christmas. That show was a mess. That show was a mess. I'm a yo. I'm playing a clip, yo. Let's play the clip, yo. No, no. I'm playing a clip, yo. Before Columbus. Something wrong. 2000. Yeah. 2000. Man, 2000. He did 2000, nigga. They had the river boats. He had the river boats. They navigated the river boats. They had no sales, yo. They put the thing in the water. Yo, they was on me all day with Dr. Ben was wild. Yo, was he was he was wild in that video. That boy said Jesus was born in a cave in Ethiopia. I 
<laughs> this nigga ain't been to church a day in his life, yo. Oh, God. Like, I learned that as a little kid. And oh, goddamn. Yeah, that one crazy. Jesus was born in Bethlehem. As that's like one of the oh, first old things you learned in oh. Sunday school as a kid. I'm no, like, he wasn't. Yeah, he was born in a cave in Ethiopia, and he Wait, was there yeah, two thousand years sure. before Columbus. What's your problem, Doctor yeah, Ben? Said it. I believe it. I'm good. <laughs> Definitely went hard on that show, bro. That was a yeah. That was kind of like a bad show for my man, yo. No, no. Yeah, it was funny. I couldn't do it, yo. Doctor Ben said, "What? Two thousand years yeah. before Columbus? Yeah, what kind of boats were those?" Oh shit! So you know, I you know I had to try to look up the Ethiopian Jesus thing. <laughs> I, I, I caught myself. I was like, "What am I doing? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop!" Yeah, I've been to, I've been to Sunday school when I was a kid. Eh? That's the first yeah. thing I learned. Yo, Bethlehem. Yeah. Like, where mm -hmm. where are they building transatlantic ships two thousand years before Columbus? I have no idea. Unc, Unc, please help me out. I'm standing with you, Unc, but I'm about to hop out this car real quick. <laughs> I mean, and that's just a, a couple of things that, you know, I mean, the ridiculousness of his, um, of his whole, you know, then he said the Egyptians can't, oh man, should I keep going? He no, said, no, he, no, no, no more. No more. It's good. Uganda. The Egyptians came from Uganda. I mean, oh, okay. man, I like this. Adam called me, yo, what is black atheism? Yo, yo, hit the black atheism shit. Let me hit my shit on him live. Oh, that was good, yo. Oh, man. Was funny. I got beat up all day. I had to hear that shit all day. Oh, that was bad. I was trying to. Hey, Chef, can't come here. Oh, yo, you got the nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Unc, I was riding with you, Unc. Like, come on. Until Chef said 2,000 years. Stay off that boat. Say, stay off that boat. <laughs> They're getting ready to sink that sucker. They're getting ready to sink that boat. Stay off. Yo, I mean, today, yo. Figure out. Like, what can we salvage? He was like, yo, you know how we call each other, right? right. And try to help each other out on the back channel without being funny. He's like, come on, yo. He want to see you go down like that. He's like, yo, don't go down like that. I'll wait for Brendan to call me. Brendan gave me a break. He just let me, he let me. Chef and shot me all day long, yo. I was like, yo, I mean, he went for, it was eight hours, yo. He shot up that. Unc, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Unc. I'm pulling you, I'm pulling you out of the car. Uh, Dr. Ben's got to go. We got to retire, Dr. Ben. Yeah, he was, no, no, Unc. No, Unc. We, we two thousand years. He didn't say five hundred. He didn't say two hundred. 
He said 2,000 years before. Be I'm, too, I'm done. I'm out of the car. Yeah, I mean, he's I'm not confident, yo. He's like, what? <laughs> oh man! Why? Why you think we? Man. Why you think we got these bull? These books pulled off the shelf? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was brutal today. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal today, yo. I'm like, yo, what I'm gonna write Doctor Ben's eulogy two thousand years before Columbus. <laughs> but no, this this the thing right now. He he said, "Now Unk's main thing be, yo, like uh, taught correct information. He taught at universities, um, blase blase. So he had to be getting something right. You feel me? Um, yeah. but these was um universities who was doing their first um. These was their first forays and and um." And um, Afrocentrism, right? Creating their first Afrocentric, um, uh, what you call studies. studies departments, right? So it was, it was, it was a few. It was only a few credible, you know, people that was qualified to even teach that. So they were getting people that wasn't even really qualified, yo. That's how he was able to get away with that, yo. Like. Shit ain't good, yo. It ain't good. I, I guarantee. Like, sat down in them classrooms and probably listened to them. That's when they was like, "Yo, pull your resume, yo. Let me look at that." That. <laughs> I guarantee somebody sat in one of them classrooms and said, "Oh, wait a minute. Pull my resume. Let me call these school and see because his degrees that he claimed he had were too far apart." Right, yeah. how you gonna be? Uh, he had like three or four PhDs in huh? different subjects, like that's correct on three different continents. He didn't got degree. He didn't got degrees in Barcelona, Spain, in Spain, and and, and fucking in uh in the in in the Caribbean, Puerto Rico. Yeah, and Puerto Rico and Cuba, like I mean, and in Cambridge, right? So you went to a Spanish universities, right? Caribbean Spanish universities. You went to motherfucking English university, like the top English. This nigga said he went to Cambridge. Chef, chef, we need to do an intervention for Unc. Um, he needs to leave Dr. Ben go. I just jumped out of the car with both feet. After 2,000 years, I'm not riding with Dr. Ben no more. I'm not going to put him up there with Dr. York just yet. If you keep talking tonight, Chef, I might, just, I might just do that. But I think we need to do an intervention with Ank. Help him get out of the car slowly, one foot at a time. But I think it's about time to let Dr. Ben go. He said he worked. Not only did he work for the United Nations, he said he was a chairman. <laughs> he said, yo, he literally said he was a chairman in the United Nations. That's crazy. 
People called the United Nations. United Nations said not only was he not a chairman, we have no record of this man ever working for the United Nations. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know how you can embellish on your resume? You, you feel me? Everybody embellish a little bit, right? Yeah, there's, there's difference between embellishment and pure fantasy. Yeah, so, so how do you... Yo, you was a chairman at the United Nations? Like, somebody's going to look that up, yo. Once you see that, somebody's going to look that up, man. Of like, course. Come on. Then... You was a lawyer and you practiced law and you just stopped cold turkey and then you just became an engineer. Then you stopped that cold turkey. Hey, polymath, nigga. Polymath, go to time. Nuts. Unc, uh, I'm, I'm still stuck at 2,000 years before Columbus. I'm sorry. I can't get past that one just that quick. The implications of making that statement are so huge. Wow. Like, you know, 2,000 years before Columbus, Bronze Age people were sailing the Atlantic. How? With what? Hold on, man, let's hear that. Hold on, let's do this. Oh, statements, right? So yeah, but wasn't even connected. It, it, it wasn't even a connection. If you're no. talking about that, see, this is pseudo. If you're talking about <laughs> coming to America, you know what I mean, exceeding 2,000 years ago, and she talk about Columbus <laughs> to America, he came to the Caribbean. Oh, man. So, so in one one minute, threw Columbus under the bus with a random uh, fact, right? But you gave motherfucker credit for something that never happened. Hey, Chef. Never happened, yo. Hey, Chef. Hey, Chef. Out of this world, pseudo. It's classic pseudoism. You're right. You're right, Chef. You say, see? You say, see? This is pseudo. The whole polite. <laughs> that's that's the bait and switch right there. I wouldn't I say it's exactly, bait, but Columbus never landed on the Americas. So wait, wait a minute. If you're not saying an exact date, what are you saying? Nineteen hundred years, eighteen hundred years. 
What exactly are you saying? What I'm saying is Columbus never made it to America. He right, made it yeah, to the Caribbean and further San Salvador. Who made it to America was uh, Rasputin, Vespucci, whoever. Man, Ankh, that was some bait and switch. Pseudo polite stuff. Yeah, I thought about. I really thought. I, th I really thought they did get here back then. Yo, what you want me to say? I did believe that. Hey, I, I'm I'm with Chef. Don't talk about Columbus. Let's talk about this more than two thousand years part yeah. that you just let's said. Stay right let's, there let's for tease, a second. Let's tease that out, right? Let's stay right there for a second. What did they use? Did they use long sticks? Yeah, <laughs> How did he? Do? But if you listen to yo, he does that constantly. He'll he'll, he'll make a, a unfounded um, claim, right? And then he'll jump to something uh, that white people did that's wrong. Like he'll say Africans did something, and then he'll say something that Europeans got wrong. Like yo, no, you got to prove. That the oh, Africans did what you just said, because that was oh. that was the amazing shit right there. We already know that. Yeah, we know European history. They tell their own history. You hear, you hear how he hit the bait and switch though. That was smooth though. He went from Oh no, man, we're gonna document. Everybody be quiet. They come with documentation. I ain't listening to y'all, man. <laughs> oh, Here you yeah. go. Here you go. Documentation. Pseudocide, yo. What you want me to do? He said the wow. yeah, I remember true. reading magazines like that, though. Yo, where they talk about the Catholic. I know y'all, the Phoenicians, the Catholic. Yeah, I didn't. That's the first time I'd actually heard him say all that shit. Yeah, he, yeah, he went with it. Yeah, I mean, you know. Carter, yeah. He said that they found money. money. Yeah. Buried under what? In, in the Yucatan Peninsula. Yo, he said this. But but yeah, how he mixed it up. He was talking about he, he talking about the Vatican and Rome and uh, what the fuck, man. He hit them with the conspiracy theory. He talked about finding these things at a certain layer, but didn't indicate what archaeological layer layer, and then went back to to Egypt, uh, two hundred and five BCE. How I, I what what. Yeah, man, it was, I mean, you know, that shit was floating around, bro. Oh, man. Floating around, bro, what you want to say? I know I'm done, man, I'm tired, man. 
You want you want the thing, Chef, or you good? What are we doing? I'm good. Y'all didn't beat me up tonight, y'all didn't. Oh, we need to come back a little bit. We need to come back a little bit. And all you true was one punch and knock everybody the fuck out. That's all you did. You wait till the 12th round till we were punched ourselves out and just blew air 2,000 years on my ass and just blew me out the goddamn car. I'm, I'm Dr. Ben out officially. I'm, I'm not saying that name again. Yeah, I wasn't going to let See, I ain't whispering all that. I wasn't going to let Uncle run me all down in the green Sahara and all up in the... Um, yeah. Uh, I can't I'm get past it. He said that thousand years ago. Look, he's going to do with Green Sarah. Off cataract. Now I'm not listening. I'm not, I'm not going through <laughs> all that. I'm not going through all that. I'm not getting all tangled up with this nigga and all this wild shit. He didn't concoct it. Together. I stated the, uh, the other week that the Nubians got their writing from the goddamn Egyptians. Now he all down in the fourth cataract talking about where the culture came. I, listen. No, Reggie said that, bro. I ain't never say that. He didn't did some research and concocted some shit together. So it's going to take me a while I have to pull that shit apart because I know he didn't tie some shit all up. You know how you if you the got hieroglyphs, it, the hieroglyphs are distinctly Egyptian, just as the cuneiform is Sumerian, and 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 it spread like it didn't come from Nubians. No, that didn't. No, the writing, that technology, is authentically Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. That that's all I, I was saying. Now, what I said, watch this. Check this out, Cedric. If I'm tripping, tell me I'm tripping. All I said was was that the, the, the origin of the writing comes out of the Nakata period. Right or wrong? We all agree to that, right? Yeah. And I simply said that they found royal graves, okay, with people that will be quote unquote considered uh, having uh, uh, Nubian, distinct Nubian features. That's all I said. And I said the royalty are the ones that actually take advantage of the writing. So yeah. now, Reggie's statement of the Nubians, I'm listening, what you say? I agree with that. I, I can agree with that. Doesn't, doesn't mean doesn't mean that that still doesn't Wait, whoa, whoa, mean whoa, whoa, that. Whoa. Now, Cedric, listen, the point being here is that you got different tribes. I don't agree with all clump all the tribes, watch this, into Nubians. So it is it, it, it is completely possible that a tribe a royal tribe that they calling Nubians would have had this. Of course they did. And whether it's Egyptian writing or not, they still had it. They had it on their uh, iconography and all that, right? And a thousand years later, you know what I'm saying, Egyptians give it to another tribe of Nubians, you know what I'm saying? And they use the shit. But that don't mean that that type, that that, that, that darker type that they keep naming Nubians wasn't participating in that though, Chef. That's crazy no. as hell to me, bro. No, no, I'm not having that. that, that like, 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 I don't understand it, bro. Now, you can never get me with that. That's simple. Like, well, I could read that right now, bro. That's easy work. That yeah. the royal tombs was, 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 was people who, come on, yo, like, why would you say that? 
What, 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 what did I say? What, what did, you don't even know what you're disagreeing about. Look at your face. I'm looking I'm not, at No, I say no. Mountain argument against Reggie said, What are you disagreeing? No, no, Reggie said, hold on. Reggie said, no, Reggie said that the Nubians gave Egyptians writing. Non-cipher. I ain't never, I, I was like, nah. What I said was that the origin of writing starts in the Akata period. And during the Akata period, you had this Nubian type that they're calling Nubians who were royalty burning royal tombs. That's what I said. So, and I said, the only people that are literate in those days are the royalty, bro. Royalty. So please. What the they not Nubians, nigga. I'm just saying they, they, they said they- What you're saying, listen, I'm repeating what you are saying. I'm saying, go ahead. Nubian type. That's what they say. Right. Do you, uh, so are you agreeing That with don't them? make them, no, listen, I'm just trying to give no, you not, a book. I ain't saying whether they are Nubians or no, they're not. No, they're not Nubians. I, I'm they're not Nubians. saying whether, I, listen, I'm repeating your type. Yeah. So then that means that there was an Egyptian type. Facts. Bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Let me read it. All right, let's read it. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before no, you read, stop. read. No, Jeff, no, Egypt read. No, was no. made up, right, of a no, heterogeneous no. community, right? That ranged. So it wasn't no one type of an Egyptian. Yeah. So Nubian type is that, only is a yeah. It makes no sense. So we gotta be talking about race again. That's yeah. my point. And it's Nakata people. Oh people of the Nakata. And we know phenotypically they, they range. So I'm not gonna say it was a specifically dark or, or lighter. It was it, it was those phenotypes from that area, and they range from dark to light. They could have been any any of the 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 the, 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 the mixtures. But it was it was the people north northeastern Africans. That's what they were. Even back then, they were northeastern Africans. They weren't maybe defined as Nubians or Egyptian at the time. They were the people in the Nakada, and I would consider them northeastern uh, Africans with all the phenotypes that are in that area. I'm not gonna specify any. Could have been any one of them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, if using Unk's arguments for the last couple months, right? I'm just trying to make him be consistent. That's no, it. You keep saying race, bro. No, I'm no, I'm just nah, trying. You can't do that. No, I'm trying race, to, I'm trying to keep. Nah. I'm trying nah, to keep your own thing. You making up your own thing when you say no. race because I wasn't using race. Listen. The cranial metrics was not identifying races, bro, at all. Look, so I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not, I'm get out of here. That's a trick. Hold you. on. Hey, oh, what was the Egyptian you trick type? You trick him shipping, yo. What is the Egyptian type? You I thought I'm Egyptian I'm not was, argue, was I'm heterogeneous. I know better than to argue, yo. What I, I do is I just show you. Were heterogeneous, yo. I'm going to show you. Yeah, I can show you. So, but now, I can. so now we can make a clear distinction physically 
between Nubians and Egyptians. Okay. But when we said that, we was fucking wrong. No, that ain't what y'all said. See, oh, my you? God. You know, know what you said, bro. Hey, Cedric, I'm glad you're here for this, bro. I, yeah, I, I know with your scientific mind, you see the inconsistency in this nah, shit. Hey, a, a Cedric, what them niggas tried to do was identify some bullshit-ass DNA to say that this DNA was Egyptians. And I said, yo, you had all, all types of Africans that formed it. That's what I said, bro. I never said nothing different than that. Anybody listening know that's what I said. Cut it out. Even okay. we don't. Uh, now is it cut it out? Okay, well, let me show you. I, now, I want you to show me that in this scientific article, hold this on, bro. I will acknowledge, yo, that nah, you, know, nah, nah. you get a lot of stuff twisted, yo. I don't get I don't. I'm going to show you. Watch this. Watch, watch what he do, y'all. You make all Yeah, y'all get y'all seatbelts together. We're going to be in this bitch all night. Now we there, nigga. Get off. I did my day. Nah, nah, don't run. Now we here. What? We here. No, don't I, I we read the wiki article when they talked nah, about the population. Nah, I ain't, nope, I ain't even using that one, nigga. No, 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 I'm saying. So if we all agree. Nah, 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 nigga, nah, nigga. You ain't going to make something a race when the article ain't make it a race. You, you, you don't got the ability to do that. You're going to make something. They ain't talking about no damn race in there when they say that. You know it and I know it, but I ain't going to let you make it a race. Yo, That's trick them shit, yo. Type, yo. You're, you're going into the same shit to me. Uh, yeah, and get here because you won't make it up. Here you go. Hold on. Um, 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 um. Hold on. If the Egyptians was a heterogeneous and they was made up of all different types, then how can you say one is a Nubian and then one is an Egyptian type? I was talking about some graves. They found some grave sites in the Kata and they identified them and they said that these people identify more closer to these groups in Africa. You know it and I know it. They ain't say nothing about no damn race. You made, you couldn't get past that. So you so, wild out race. So, you what's that, bro. so what's an Egyptian type? Yeah, man, come on, man. You trick them shit right now. Hold no, on. At, Cedric, can I I'm ask you? Ask yeah, go ask Seth to that. I'm going to read this. They don't ask me. What's you know? Don't take let me, me off the let me, see if I, let me see if I can explain this uh, properly. Uh, if you look at how it starts from, from the delta come down into the into the valley, right? And let me read this, though, Cedric. I ain't got to do all that with this guy. Here you go. You ready? Biological anthropologist Samantha Kiata and A.J. Boyce have stated that the studies of the cranium from the southern pre-dynastic Egypt form, let me say, from the formative period of 4,300 BCE showed them usually to be more similar to the crania of ancient Nubians, Kushites, Saharians, or modern groups from the Horn of Africa than those yeah. of dynastic northern Egyptians or ancient or, or ancient or modern southern Europeans. That's all the statement is, bro. That's he, not, I that's can agree with that. That's not a racial statement, bro. I'm not listening to this kid. That's not a racial statement, bro. The statement that is not a racist. That is not a race. A racist. Uh, I mean, a racial statement. So you gonna do that, yo? I gotta do it because they want because Joy Kiata don't talk about race. So that's He's the. Bugging. So that's the statement. That's the statement. All right, we end that right there. I'm going to get you tomorrow. Remember he said that, y'all.
I said what? That's not dealing with race, bro. That's dealing with cranial metrics. You just said that that's the statement. You can read it again. Uh, I'm going to read it again. I'm going to read this again. The biological anthropologist, uh, uh, Samantha Kiata and A.J. Boyce have stated that the studies of the crania from south, from the southern pre dynastic Egypt, from the formative period of 4,031 BCE, usually to be more similar to the crania of ancient Nubians, Kushites, Saharians, and modern groups from the Horn of Africa than those of pre-dynastic uh, pre northern, northern Egyptians or ancient modern Southern Europeans. What you saying? All right, so you clear. So that, that's what you wanted to say. That's all I wanted to say. Now, now, now how's that Now how's that dealing with the ratio? I'll get you tomorrow, it's late. I'll get you tomorrow, but okay. it's on bracket. No, but I'm asking you, how's that dealing with ratio, Chef? Answer that question before you go, bro. Because the article that we was reading um, about the um, the Nakata graves, right? It mentioned a Nubian type. But I'll do that. You read your portion. I don't know what the fuck that was, but you read yours, and I'm going to so read You want to go to the Nakata one? Hold they're on. They're Let's they're go they're to the Nakata one. Yeah, mate. No, I'm just going to no just for the record, Jeff. All right. That 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 article what what Ang just read is how I always figured the ancient Egyptian to look like northeastern Africans, like with the hair, with the nose, with the small chin, with the skinny face, the tall. They go from light skin to to darker types and everything in between. But that's the North African phenotype. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, so Malians have the same thing. They go from very light skin. I need a wrench. I need a wrench. Um, in here, yo, this nigga just says some. Oh, um, what you say? Oh, homo. Who? Yo, Ramsey. What kind of talk is that? Yo, this says chef once unk the head. It what the fuck? What? What I said, hold on, where we at? Well, who, what's the name, Jeff? Ramza. Ramza. Yeah, he, he's always in here saying crazy, some crazy stuff. Oh, okay, really, nigga, really? That's how we doing, yo? Mm-mm-mm. Hold on. Yep, crazy. I just died, yo. You just fucked up the whole Ram thing. Ramza, L-A-M-Z-A. I got it. Nuts. Yeah, it, bro. He tripping. Now, hold on with him. That shit ain't even funny, yo. This is what you was talking about right here. All right? Some craniometric analysis, this one on the Nakata page, of the pre-dynastic Nakata fossils, found that they were closely related to the Afro-Asiatic-speaking population inhabiting the Horn of Africa, the Maghreb, uh, as well as the Bronze Age medieval period of Nubians, yeah. and, and, and to specimens from ancient Jericho. It says the Nakata skeletons were also, there's something else, some more, were also morphologically uh, prominent, prominent to modern uh, archaeological series from Europe and India subcontinent. And watch this. However, the Nakata fossils and these ancient and recent skeletons were phenotypically distinct from
from the fossils belonging to, hold on, belonging to modern uh, Nigo Congo speakers population in the in tropical Africa, as well as from Mesolithic skeletons uh, uh, excavated from Wadi Hafa in the Nile. And watch this, it says, here you go, it says, however, other cranial studies found Nakata skeletons to have a strong African biological affinity. In 1996, Lovell and Prowl reported the presence of individuals buried at Nakata in what, this is what I was saying, in what they interpreted to be elite high status tombs, showing them to be an, what's this, an endogramous ruling or elite segment uh, who were significantly different, right, from individuals buried into other apparently non-elite cemeteries and more closely related, more for that, though these people who was buried in elite cemeteries are more closely related morphologically to the population in northern Nubia than in those in southern Egypt. That's what I was talking about. I say, so during this, that kind of period, you got people who elite are buried and they shit is more closely related to the Northern Nubians. That's what I was saying. So my point was that the elite people gonna have the quote unquote rudimentary right and they shit. That's all I was saying, bro. And so how, how was I wrong in that though, Chef? That's all I was saying, yo. So you ain't give them no writing. They there with the origin of the writing. How am I tripping? Now, the must say that they Nubians, no. No, they're not Nubians, but morphologically speaking, they're more closely related to the yeah. Nubians. Like I said, rising in them named anybody that was in the southern region Nubians, which messed up yeah. the whole picture. Now, if we named and called them the, the, let's just say that was the A group, right? And you say, well, later on, Egyptians gave uh, the, the B writing is that, but you couldn't have gave the A group writing because they right there with the writing. Does, do you get my point what I'm saying, Cedric? Of course. I'm right here. I agree. I agree no, with what you're saying. You were right there at the beginning, so you couldn't give me anything when I'm right there at the at the uh, genesis of it. I'm That's part not of it. You messed it up. That ain't what I was saying. You was gone for a minute. Said so you gotta listen. Said with the writing, right? No. What the point I'm trying to make here is that. Europeans came in and named all the southern populations Nubians. Yeah, not true. Not true. Agreed. Right? That, that word comes during the Roman period. All right? Ain't got nothing to do. So anybody that was in the south was considered a Nubian, bro. Yep. All right. If, if, if your burial sites was this way, they made them that. What I'm saying is during the Nakata period, you have elite whose skull morphology, right, are, are more associated with northern Nubians. Agreed. Okay, these are elite, elite burials during the Cotterbury. So yeah. in their tombs, right, they the elite would have had obviously the rudimentary writing shit. Yes. That would later on become Egyptians. So when yes. you make the statement that the Egyptians gave the Nubians writing, then the question is, well, which tribe? Because you actually got people that look like them morphologically. You know what I'm saying? That was there with the rudimentary writing. So you didn't give that particular group nothing. You couldn't have. 
because they was yeah. the elite on that time period. That's all I was saying. Yeah, that's I agree. That's what I say. They were right there at the beginning, at the genesis of the writing. They enjoyed it themselves. So you couldn't give me something that I partake. But I you could have gave, gave the other groups that you call the Nubians writing, though, because obviously they wasn't writing because there's no evidence of it. And a thousand years later, then they pick it up. OK, but that still doesn't take away from southern tribes being part of the elite. And you can see the iconography and all that. I can just show you all of it. I can show you. Here you go. So I don't know. Whatever. I on I, I get the nuance of the whole discussion because I have no problem recognizing the people in their phenotypes. I have I don't have that problem. So I can understand more the, the southern Egyptians have a closer affinity to uh, to to northern Sudanese and no, as you go further down. The further down you go, southern Sudanese, that affinity goes further and further away. So the closer two people are, the more they resemble each other, the further away the admixture concentration changes. And you see things like the region they're in, you're going to get lighter people up north and you're going to get darker people down south. Doesn't mean that the darker people down south don't belong some to Egyptians and some to Nubians. Right, they don't get that. Yeah, right, they, but they, they only not been that when white people came and purposely threw a name on the ass. Oh, whatever, man. Thank you. So, that, hey, and so, Brenda, in you see how fast- Right, I, I, read the, I read the article from Dr. Keita today, right? I've got, in terms, I've got several reservations with, with his article. And, and it's not because of what you, you were mentioning, right? The, 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 the difficulty I have with his arguments is when he mentions that the idea in some of his previous lectures, he talks about there's no one particular way to be African, right? You said that's wrong? No, no, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm trying, what I, what I want to see, I want to see his consistency in his arguments, right? He says that, you know, sharing, he, he, he takes race off the table. We're not going to talk about race. Then we okay. We're going to talk about these affinities, right? These inherit inherited affinities, these genetic affinities, right? A part of this idea about the genetic affinities is these craniometric sort of analysis that you were just talking about, right? So, in one hand, right, there's no one one way to be African, right? What we're seeing across the continent in North Africa, right, in, in Central. You know, in the Nubian, all these are just different types of Africans, right? But but then, right, we start. He starts to clump these these craniometric categories together, right? He talks about the the the, the Nubians having these craniometric affinities that are very similar to the up what to the uh, the, the upper Egyptians, right? And then he calls though that 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 cluster a what they call it a, a tropical African type. He says that those cluster closely with tropical Africans. Now, yeah. when he when he says tropical Africans, right? I know he's what what he's saying. He's he's not saying sub-Saharan Africans, but he's saying tropical Africans in a in in a way that's interchangeable with sub-Saharan Africans, right? So so these are some in terms of his some of his arguments. They seem to somewhat contradict 
itself a bit. But how? It makes for, sense for, for, for Dr. Nikita. Right. For me, it, it makes sense based off geography, though. I, 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 I completely understand why you would have a genetic affinity be, between populations that are close to each other. Right? No, I mean, try. mixing. Try. No, but but again, right. If you're if you're going to say there's no one way to be African. And, yeah, but he's saying and, he the, and, about then, and, and then if you say that, OK, well, we can't we're not going to use the, the, the designation of sub-Saharan because of all of the, the different baggage. That? What Dr. Sorkita, he doesn't like to use sub-Saharan. So, he so, but, but again, you t he turns and uses. So let me say this: you do realize, nah, man, you gotta know that. Come on, yo, stop. You're but, not getting but, to the Nile River. It's four thousand one hundred miles long. No, that's that's not what I'm saying. No, I, no, I listen, listen. Okay, I'm explaining. If the if, no, if I'm, I, why I, am I, I saying that? No, I, I get it. I, I get the idea. It's sort of what Cedric just mentioned, right? I get the whole idea of why you would see the genetic affinities, right? No, I ain't talking that, about no genetic nothing. I'm saying that the river goes through two ecological, three, four, five ecological systems. Specifically, it goes through zone one and zone two. Mm -hmm. On the river itself, right? What It goes close to the equator, bro. People... Closer to the creator are going to be darker than people in North Africa and South Africa. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, so you're going to be the closer to the creator. You get you get the tropical people. But just because you're tropical don't mean you're more African than the population in the North, who's not tropical, who don't have tropical in proportions. They have a close affinity to people. Watch this. In zone two, zone two goes all the way over to Palestine and all that. Because it's the same zone, the same skin texture. We can look at, pull up the map with it. So when he he's just strictly talking about tropical limber portions, Trop, because why wouldn't you have? You, we forget that these Nubians, Egyptians are fucking naked, bro. Like we play like these niggas is fully clothed. They not. They are affected by the elements like we would never ever have to experience. <clears throat> Simple. You know what I'm saying? That, that's why he said it. But I mean, I guess. I mean, but I clearly understand why he would say that. But, you know, I, I, I guess you feel like he's not being consistent. And I again, you know, that's that's my thing. My my thing is the consistency of the arguments between maybe maybe he's trying to make a particular point inside of this this paper. Right. Uh, but again, you had to read it apart. The, sec, the, sec, the second piece, I guess, the second component that I have a problem with with this particular paper. Why don't you that, read a piece of it that you had a problem with? Yeah, I, I'm just I'm just sort of I'm just sort of summarizing at a okay. high level, right? I'll I'll give you another sort of example, right? He 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 sort of uses all of the information inside of the um, the article to sort to beat up on like older arguments that I don't think are really valid anymore, right? He talk he he, he uses he he beats on sources like from the 1800s, things that are talking about the uh, the dynastic race theory. Things that, that aren't even even considered anymore, right? So why would he be the, the, the why he up? Again, I, I have no idea in Send me in, the 20, paper. in twenty in twenty twenty two or right. Why when, when was the when was the article written? When it was the article published? I don't know. You see it? Do you did you have it shared? Yes, you want to share? I have it well, I have it in my uh, on my other computer. I don't have okay. it on this one. All right. Yeah, but but the thing is it's like okay, well, I'm, I'm I'm sure it was a pretty recent article, right? And what and was he talking about? You remember? And he's he's talking about the dynastic race theory. He's talking about uh, 
uh, what's it? Right? What's the guys? Reisner. And, yeah. and, and all of those guys, those guys that basically promoted the dynastic race theory, the invading race, right, from outside of Egypt, you know, that, that gave rise to the civilization. He uses all this information to sort of debunk that, but no, no one is going with the dynastic race theory anymore, right? So it's like, okay, well, he's sort of using all this information to beat a, a dead horse almost, mm -hmm. Right. That's 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 me. It's like, OK, well, that was sort of like weird. It's like, well, why? Why are you focusing on those really old? He, he had art. He had sources in there from the 1920s, 1800s, like way back old sources that things that no one or no nobody is, is really using that that data anymore. Right, I was okay. like, well, you arguing well? Who? Yeah, exactly. He, he, he's it's, he's arguing way back, right, into the, the 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 very early points of Egyptology where you had you know racial science going on, right? So again, I, I can see why he would do it, but again, right, nobody's using that using today. That today, right? Is is so is um so I'm gonna read this, and this is where this shit gets confusing at like it will it will lead you if you're not keen and you don't pick certain things up it will lead you to be, just listen some craniometric analysis of pre-dynastic nakata fossils found that they were closely related to afro-asiatic speaking populations inhabiting horn of africa and the Maghreb, as well as Bronze Age and medieval period Nubians, and to specimens from ancient Jericho. What? I mean, you don't understand it? No, no, it, it ain't that I don't understand it, right? I totally understand it. Okay. Right? But that, that's an issue, right? Is an issue, and I don't know if it's the article issue or is it issue when I hear you read it. You feel me? What? Like, what? Yeah. Why is that an issue though? I don't listen. I it. Yeah, because it's like you know how if I read something about the Mediterranean, you already feel like it's loaded because it's coming from me. You already be up in arms about anything Mediterranean when it's a natural body of water. It's geographical. It's just on this earth. We have to deal with it. But anytime we mention Mediterranean, you niggas get in a tissy. So I'm saying when I hear certain things come from y'all, I get in a tipsy. That's horrible, bro. What are you no, talking about? Hey, Cedric, hey, Cedric, when I say something about the Mediterranean, Cedric went on for a half an hour about yeah. when he the Mediterranean. Hey, Mediterranean, I hear Alex Jones. Yeah, he's already there. So don't, uh, don't act like we ain't already entrenched in our positions against each other, yo. Nah, that ain't it, because Brendan, oh. nor you, have showed a direct statement that called the Egyptians are Mediterranean fucking population. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's why I get up in arms. Go read that source. Now, I read a source, and the source said what it said. So I don't get the, I, I don't see the same. I'd have shut up. You, if Brendan would have pulled out that paper that says the Egyptians are Mediterranean population, 
No, don't give me a source that says the Egyptians traded in the Mediterranean. The Egyptians were the origin of the trade in the Mediterranean. Don't give me the source that says that, because I'll say, yeah, I agree to that. It's a, it's a complete difference, bro. So I'm trying to figure out why would that source put you in a tizzy, which you just read. Right, because, listen, when they mention uh, the Horn Africans, right? right, and the craniometrics, right? Right. And related to Horn Africans, okay. right? Um, uh, Maghrebians and, mm -hmm. and, and and Bronze Age medieval Nubians, okay. right? And the ancient uh, Jericho. Two right? fun, two specimens, two, two specimens, didn't it? Said two specimens, nigga of Jericho. Am I tripping? No, yeah, you tripping. I don't say that. It's two specimens. It say something that, that's bringing Gozi on here. He will tell you that's absolutely correct. Those people no, go ahead and read it. Go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. I'm not disagreeing with it though, Cedric. Go I'm ahead, saying read. when you hear certain people read something with with the with the agenda that you feel like they're pushing, right? You get you 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 get in you get alarmed when it's not explained. Right. So if so I say something, told me, yo, every time you mention the Mediterranean, yo, say this statement behind it, and then we won't have no problem. He said, I have to say that Egyptians was a Mediterranean culture because they traded and influenced the Mediterranean. He said, I had to say it in a specific way, or he would feel a certain type of way about it. Every time I say Mediterranean, he said, I have to explain it. So I'm saying, every time I hear the, these cold words were Africa, it needs to be explained properly. Because the Africa, I'm going to read it again. And I, I don't want to be redundant, but I have to read it again. It says, some craniometric analysis of pre-dynastic Nakata fossils found that they were closely related to Afro-Asiatic speaking populations inhabiting the Horn of Africa and the Maghreb, as well as to Bronze Age and medieval Nubians and to specimens from ancient Jericho. You only saying two specimens what? I, I, I thought you said they didn't say that on my trip. What? Okay, so what there, what in oh, that I'm trying to figure out what saying two at. I know I ain't read to yo. What you just read the word? You did. It's a medieval pre-Nubians and two specimens from ancient Jericho. Yeah. yeah. No, it. I did not say that. You should have ever said it right. I'm reading on the paper. You saying two as in the number two? No, two as uh, two specimens. Two spec. Read, read it again, Jeff. Yeah, because um, he know he fucked it up. Look at him. And 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 what? He and said, the Jericho part. And the Jericho part. Read it again. Two, like as in the number two, like two two specimens that they found. No, it's saying two as in uh compared to like you know. Read I'm that gonna, again. It's, okay. It's, some craniometric analysis of pre-dynastic Nakata fossils found that they were closely related to other two, to mm -hmm. other Afro-Asiatic um, speaking yeah. populations 
and have it in the Horn of Africa, the Maghreb, mm -hmm. as well as to, to again, yeah, I mean, Bronze Age and medieval period Nubians and two specimens from ancient Jericho, not the number and two. And, and related to specimens of ancient Jericho. Yes, but all of that I agree with because even entering this whole debate, I had no confusion on what the phenotype of an Egyptian was. And that's pretty accurate. It ain't, they ain't talking about what Africa. See, Cedric, they not talking about the, the, the Egyptians, yeah. yo. Yeah, they ain't talking about the Egyptians, yo. And, 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 Chef, and Chef, to be clear, though, my focus was on the elite burials. That was my focus. Talking about. So, so and during the Nakata period, they had what you just read, right? They had that. But then no, they had, huh? That's, that's the cranial that they're talking about, though. No, 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 no. When you come down here, bro, that's when you come down here, listen. I like it, yo, because. It, no, yo, I'm trying to say when they come to here, they separate. This is something totally different right here. And when, when you come, listen, when you come to. Yo, you gotta read it all together, yo. Don't no, break it. No, this is a no, bro. Listen, listen. It's gonna sound listen, like they're talking about listen, different listen. shit, yo. No, I'm saying they is talking about man. If you read it, they talking about different groups within the Nakata period. You don't know that, right? But the one that they're talking about, the the one that they're talking about that's um that um is related to the Nubian type. This is the one they're talking about in the whole paragraph. I mean, yeah, yo, but this is no, but this, uh, you got uh, AJ Boyce and Samada Kiata is talking about something different, yo. Yo, that, they, but that, that's why I started up here, right? Yeah. But they talking about different things. Hold on, yo, wait, whoa, whoa. You, I know you know that, yo. They talking about Europe, modern, it's say the Nakata skeletons were also morphological, proximate to modern archaeological series from Europe. And in the subcontinent, right. okay, but right. That's okay, but, that, but that's not what Soy Kazadin was talking about—a specific group, bro. No, it wasn't related to the subcontinent of India of Europe. No, no. How'd you not see that? I'm Brendan here, Brendan. Now listen, this is what that's this is about with Soy Kiata because he know that these cranial measurements and different things according to the data set, will cluster with different things. It, it does that. Why? Because the Horn Africans and these East oh, Africans have a more, has a cranial morphology that, that can be clustered with these other groups. Now, let's read it again. Right? It says, it says, um, there are these Afro-Asiatic populations inhabiting the Horn of Africa, the Maghreb, as well as Bronze Age and Medieval period Nubians um, to specimens from ancient Jericho, meaning the Horn Africans, the people of Jericho, the Maghreb, which is North Africans, people in Morocco and all these other places saying that that goddamn Horn African and these specimens cluster, right? Well, all these other groups, Asians and North Africans, right? But it's telling you that they don't cluster Right with what it say? It say that they um that the Nakata skeletons were also morphologically proximate to modern 
osteological series from Europe and the Indian continent. And then it says, however, the Nakata fossils and these ancient and recent skeletons were phenotypically different from fossils belonging to Niger Congo speaking populations, yes. tropical Africans, as yes. well from Mesolithic skeletons excavated at Wadi Halfa in the Nile Valley. So, what they're saying. Oh, no, you got to go to the next one, bro. No, Don't stop. No. It's saying, however, there's a word there called oh, however. Oh, hold on. This, this, this paragraph ended, yo. Yeah, no, but then it go, but it, 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 the, the next the next paragraph starts to explain. It to talks about the however. I'm, I'm trying to make my point. Yeah, but you mixing it up, dog. You killing yourself. What's your point, Jeff? What's my your point, Jeff? You trying to act like that ain't all different no, shit. All right. One Africans, right? And East Africans, being mm -hmm. typically their skull measurements is uh is um like Asians, right? Because they're highly mixed with um people from um uh, what you call um the fuck um Arabia, right? And it they 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 highly align with the people in the Maghreb, the North Africans, Moroccans, Libyans, and all of them, and motherfucking uh uh people in uh in the Indian subcontinent, right? Uh, mm -hmm. motherfucking Southern Europeans. It said all that. And it said, but then it said they are morphologically different from West Africans and Sub-Saharan Africans. Yes, Chef. Okay, yes, Chef, keep going. Can we read the next hustle. one? Nipsey Hussle is a East oh, no, literally North the next African one. distinct from West Africans. What's the point? We keep no, going. Let me no, see no, no, no. You gotta let him read to the next point, yo. Go ahead, That's Chef. Don't stop now. That's the why point. would they put the word? Why would they put the word here? However, though, bro, you gonna you gonna stop at the however? Okay, <laughs> okay. However, other cranial metrics uh -huh. have found that Nakata uh -huh. skeletal remains to have strong African biological affinities. Yeah, we got three, four, five. You, you got. All right, so so so, but it named those African groups though. It all no, it don't. those African groups. No, the it don't, yo. He just said oh, after all the shit you just said, it comes. They already named the African groups. No, bro. Then they come right here and say, however, the cranial studies uh, have found and, and the cardiovascular remains to have strong, strong African biological affinities, bro. So all of us, no matter what you said, it still got strong African uh, biological affinities, yo. Objective, because it got Okay, so that, okay, so so the paper's giving you all sides of it. You just choosing the side, Chef. It's trying to give you all of it, bro. You, you decide based off your argument that you choose. No, no, what I'm saying is, is that it's vague, right? No, it's, it's not vague, It's not vague, Chef. It is clear as big. You don't want to understand. It's how Soy Kiata constructs his shit. You now, now Soy Kiata. Well, let me, all right, let me finish reading. You, you, you yeah, can. How come? How come? How come nah, you don't nah. understand that information? I don't know. Now, hold on. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. Let me read this. However, other cranial metric studies, because he's talking about other cranial metric studies right now, right? Found 
found Nakata skeleton remains to have strong African biological affinities. In 1996, Lovell Proes reported the presence of individuals buried uh, at Nakata in what, what they interpreted as elite. So now they're talking about elite burials. This shit ain't got nothing to do with none of that other shit right now. They're specifically honing in on elite burials. I know my reading comprehension ain't fucking stupid, bro. Oh, they're, they're, they're honing in on a particular group in Nakata now. It's simple, bro. Now watch this. They're honing in. It's an individual's burning in the collar and what they interpret to be elite high-status tombs, right? All the other shit they were talking about wasn't no elite high-status tombs. Watch this. Showing them to be an endogamous ruling or elite segment who were significantly different from individuals buried into other apparently non-elite cemeteries and more closely related morphologically to populations in northern Nubia than, than those of southern Egypt, bro. So this is a whole different thing right here. They was the, the elite joints was different than all the shit you read up here. The Horn of Africa, the Jericho shit, the Bronx. No, they went to a specific joint it's of elite people. Northern Nubians clustered with those people. It, I read that. I just read. Now, I know what the fuck came out of my mouth, yo. Go back up and read. I know what came out of my mouth. I don't know what you heard, but I know what came out of my mouth. Yeah, no one came out no, of no, 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 Bronze Age medieval period Nubians and oh. specimens from uh, from from ancient Jericho. They say the Nakata skeletons were also morphologically approximate to a modern archaeological series from Europe and Indian subcontinent. They say, however, the Nakata fossils and those ancient recent skeletons were phenotypically distinct from the fossils belonging to modern Nile Congo speakers population having in tropical Africa, as well as from Mesolithic skeletons excavated from Wadi Khan Valley. Yeah, they don't say nothing about no damn northern Nubians, bro. Nowhere until you get there. Simple. Come on, bro. I done read this shit a hundred times. Now, so, now, so, that's my whole point. so the northern Nubians were different from who? From the from the medieval Nubians, obviously. Maybe they had more mixing with them or something like that. There seems to be slight difference in these niggas in the Nakata period from 4,301 oh, BCE. So the northern Nubian was different from the southern Egyptian? In that particular grave site, bro. In the elite grave site they was. That doesn't mean the rest of the population was. They just talking about those elite motherfuckers. Yeah, that, you know that, what I'm saying? I don't know if the, the elite motherfuckers had more mixing, less mixing, or what, bro. But, the, but the, of course it was. I'm gonna just this. That shit well, is some bullshit. It's confusing. Well, I'm li I'm looking at it wrong. Huh? It's some bullshit, and that's my main. You saying, you saying what we reading is some bullshit, or I'm interpreting it as bullshit? I, it, it could be both. It could be both. What? Okay. What you ask, chef? 
I mean, what are you asking? <laughs> it could be both. Because, yo, if the shit is clustering with all these different groups of people, right? These different- well, they went to a, no, no, they went to a whole separate elite group of niggas, yo. That's all I'm saying, bro. They, they left all that shit you just read and they found a separate grave site of elite motherfuckers. Yo, maybe the elite niggas only wanted to- but they was elite and they shit was just totally different from anybody else's shit around. It was a little different, bro. And they, so they and they shit clustered with northern Nubians. So huh? they were different from the horn Africans. Yeah. What? So, okay. You you got it then, bro. You got it. You understand, I don't. That's I'm I'ma just leave it there. I mean, look, all right, so you saying you understand. What's your understanding? I'm, say, I'm saying I don't think need one of us understand. <laughs> David, you say I, that. I'm going to say that because Speak you- Speak for yourself, Chef. Wow. Speak wow. for yourself, Chef. You have a problem understanding that Egyptians were not Europeans, not white, not Asians. You have a problem understanding <laughs> that they were Africans. You have a problem understanding that phenotypically, phenotypically, they do not have to be West Africans, but they are still Africans. You don't understand that North, that North Sudanese have a phenotype that is that is not. I don't say it's not. not. It don't. North Africa. Article up and read it. I I just did. And I hear where you are making the mistakes because you <laughs> simply can't put all these people in one group together and see them as a phenotype. You, you said about the Horn of Africa, um, Sheffron. Listen, you are. If I put a Somalian, if I put an Ethiopian, if I put a Yemenese, all in one row and ask you to tell me which one comes from which hey, country, Cedric. you cannot do it. Hey, Cedric, you cannot. So so I Cedric. agree with that, bro. What are you saying? So, Cedric, hold on. Let's read the next line. It says, biological anthropologists. Now we get you to biological anthropologists. So, Kayada and Boyce have stated that the studies of the cranial from southern pre-dynastic Egypt, now they're talking about the southern pre-dynastic Egypt, right? They're not talking about Nakata no more. I'm just for the record, nigga. Now, this shit up here, Above was talking about Nakata. Let me show my, let me show you why I think confusion is. You tried to connect Nakata. No, I'm not. No, I'm not, bro. I was simply right here. No, I wasn't. I was talking about this right here and the elite. Here you go. The, look, apparently it's a buried in two other non-elite cemeteries. Right? I was talking about the elite right here. The elite. High status tunes, what I was talking about. This right here is not talking about the elite high status tunes. Uh, uh, Samata Kayata was talking about the, god damn, was talking about the biological Samata boys. Samata Kayata boys have stated that the studies of the cranium from southern, now he's talking about southern pre dynastic Egypt, okay, form a formative period from 4,300. We know the Kata period predates the 4,000. Let me see, 4,300, no, 4,000, 3,000, from 4,000 to 3,100, show them usually to be more similar to the crania in ancient Nubian, Kushite, Saharians, 
or modern groups from Horn of Africa than those to the dynastic Northern Egyptians. So he's talking about the dynastic Northern Egyptians were slightly different than the Southern Egyptians or ancient modern Southern Europeans. So you can't, the Nakata fossils, the Nakata fossils is different from the pre-dynastic and the Kata is different. Yo, you know that, right? Or you saying it's all the same? Listen, I didn't sing Soy Kiyata give lectures and he showed that things cluster according to the data set that you put in front. He went through the whole process. He was showing how the shit wasn't even consistent. He he look, if you take this and put it with this data set, it clusters over here. But if you take it and put it with this data set, it will also cluster over here. That shit is so vague, yo. I'm gonna end it on that. Right, on. I'm gonna end it on that. I don't think it's vague. I, I, matter of fact, I know no, it's not vague. Hold on, uh, you sent the video and we watched the shit together. No, we watched it on the video. We watched it on the Sunday night thing. So, so what was he saying? So, so I, I understood it, yeah. And that's what, and then I played right. Let me explain to you. And then, and that that's the point I was trying to make. The human beings are so closely related, right? That's why when you play the whole DNA thing. The, the geneticists talked about how when you when you do the group, you gonna come up when you can start out, you're gonna come out with motherfuckers on the continent of Africa. <laughs> You'll come with them straight up with you supposed to be racial categories. It was funny. Right. Check that. Right. So niggas on the continent cluster together more frequently than people outside of Africa. And then people in Northern America, I mean, North America cluster all together. They say, then if you do another, so if you do the five categories, you're going to have Africa, Asia, boom, 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 boom. They say, then if you do another category, if you just do the three, you're going to have Africa, parts of Asia. Remember how they did that? Boom, boom. That's what they was basically saying. So, I, so they was basically trying to say, nigga, you cannot make a race. These things is, everything is so more closely related like that. So that's right. all he was basically saying. So when you look at all of this shit, talking about these motherfuckers clustering with this group, that group, right. boom, boom, boom. Yo, that shit is all fucking coming. And then try to separate them from the people that they are living around. And if, they, if they're in Egypt, right? And Egypt is a heterogeneous <laughs> uh, society, yeah. right? Then how could you make those distinctions? That They're not distinctions, yet. No sense, yo. It no, makes sense. Yeah. They're not distinction. It's one. It's just categorization that humans do. So an Indian of, of an Indian off of the continent of India, Asia Minor, would have the same morphology as somebody from the Horn. Right. But doesn't mean they have the same DNA. Don't mean that they have the same anything. It's just a morphological comparison. How would you throw DNA into the area? Y'all do this shit to me every time. I ain't throwing no DNA. Hey, man, I'm out of here, man. We didn't, we didn't, what time is it? Man? I'm out of here. Yo. I well, said I'm I was going to talk about that. that shit. I don't think we did you bad, though. We ain't did you bad. You know, no. Make up shit, yo. Who and made up shit, Chef? Who made up shit, Chef? That I'm not gonna keep doing this pseudo ass shit with y'all. Who, who, who made up pseudo? Because you, because of your ignorance, because you, 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 you couldn't read all of my 
shit pseudo is shit. You read, you read right you there how based on morphology they can group these cluster these people together. Because you don't understand it means it's pseudo. These people lived in Egypt. Chef, it doesn't know, Chef. He's not saying that. It makes chef, no fucking chef, sense. Chef, it doesn't matter what you're saying. Chef, your point of reference is wrong. The same types that was in Egypt was in Nubia too. Chef, you're more, you're understanding. Your, your, that was chef, in Egypt was in Nubia too. Chef, southern Egypt oh, and northern e and northern Nubia is the same damn morphology. What? Southern Southern Egypt. And northern Nubia, they're gonna have the same morphology. Yeah, and you know that, their morphology yeah, might be yeah, equal funny, to yeah. somebody on the horn, yeah, and might yeah. be equal to so, people so, in so, India. You know that even, the morphology of those people might be identical to 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 northern European or southern European certain groups. Their morphology, their how premium these type of things. How do horn Africans and Nubians uh um, how do they cluster with Maghrebians? And morphology. Right. Based how on morphology. That's it. That's it. Based even, on morphology. Even with this. Nubian, so the Nubian has a morphological um, type, a uh, phenotype that's consistent with Maghrebians, motherfuckers in. You, they basically, that shit don't make sense. It doesn't make sense for you. But throughout this whole debate, I knew that this was your fundamental problem. You this don't get right. this stuff right here. You, you, see, you, you do but, not but, get but again, yourself. again, I'm glad you mentioned the debate, right? Because the debate that we're having, right, is about the emergence of the Egyptian culture, right? Out of this 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 whole area. But so, so my question is, how does understanding these morphological, these craniological differences, these morphological either clusterings, how does that get us any closer to understanding the origins of, of the it, Egyptian culture? It doesn't. I don't really. think it doesn't. It doesn't. That's why this it, entire it, article. <laughs> it addresses, it addresses these, these underlying arguments which, which you hear from Corey. Because these we can put this. These Sudanese are not this, us West Africans. We, we when can we put talk this like article, this, we sound ignorant. We can because put this we article, don't understand that you can look at an African, an, a, a, a Somalian, look at him phenotypically and mistake him for an Indian of the continent. So when we talk about morphology, that's the only discussion we're having. These, these general features are the same. The skinny, the skinny jaw, the pointy nose, the flat forehead, the smooth textures here, um, uh, rather long, uh, skin, long legs, skin color, morphology, right, and morphology things. could be all over the world. Says nothing about your DNA or proximity. This is no, what no. you don't understand. So now you're talking about cluster. We are looking at certain phenotypes, certain features that when you peel off the skin, this is what you'll see, right? But when you put on the skin, you somebody opens their mouth, oh, now we're going to say, no, no, you're, you're actually Ethiopian. Oh, you're yeah. Somalian. You're from Yemen. 
Oh, you're a real Indian. Again, I put this article in the same box that I put the articles about DNA in there. This neither this nor DNA or any of the morphological these craniological analysis they don't get us any closer to understanding the culture. What yeah, it none, does, of, none of it does. This addresses so, how do people look like again from the beginning of the debate uh, when we're discussing what the Egyptians look like. I was never confused. I say they look like you take the average Ethiopian and you go from the lightest one to the darkest one. And that's pretty much how the Egyptians look. End of discussion. And for somehow, for some hell in high water, that don't seem to register. And then we get all these arguments and I go, but yeah, that's exactly what you would expect. Southern Egypt and Northern Nubia, they are overlapping. The people are gonna look pretty much the same. The further you go from that spot, the people are gonna get lighter to the north and more darker to the south. What's the confusion? Like, what's the confusion? There, there is no confusion. You've, you've got Egypt, and you've got a lot of people that look different ways in Egypt. Right. I, I, that's, I, that's why. I, that's the crux of this art. This, this right, whole paper. You've got people look differently throughout all of Egypt. I, I don't know how exactly. I don't know depends how on, depends on where you are where's the, exactly what I don't think this has much rele relevance to our 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 broader conversation that's why that's why I say it like, but like but understanding this specific article and what it's trying to explain when I hear what he's explaining you go like yeah these clusters make sense I can see the the, the, the phenotypical resemblance. Uh, right. Or oh, that one can be purely Caucasian, have the same fin, pheno, uh, uh, physical phenotype, but the color is completely different. I understand these arguments and how he's clustering these things. But when it comes to where the cultures come from, like Ang's argument with regards to the writing, we are looking at Southern, we're looking at Southern uh, Egypt, Northern northern Nubia. That group of people and from the Nakata things go out of there. You cannot the say verdict, then. The verdict is still out on that. We have to. You cannot, you cannot to say then. You cannot say then that one gave something to the other blank as a blanket statement. The impetus was with this group of people. And this group of people, uh, they range from all Egyptians, because okay. Egyptians established this culture, right? But you cannot designate a group, like it, it developed in the North and then it came down. No, most okay. of these things, if we can find traces of the, the rudimentary yeah. elements of it in the Nakata, then we cannot say that the impetus was all the way up, came down. Yeah. When we ask if Egyptians created the hieroglyph, yes. Right. And where if, if it went north, south, east, or west, the hieroglyphs was from the Egyptian. That's end of that discussion. That was the point. And but see, the problem is the problem is these guys want to act like they're not arguing. See, I'm already done stated that he's going to show and prove that Nubia that the culture started in Nubia and came to Egypt. See, this, this is the, and, and, and look, if they was just 
if these niggas are not talking about race, if they're not talking about a black thing, right? Then if the African shit was consistent, see, if these niggas was consistent in their argument, I'd be able to roll with it, but they not. They not. He's saying that if they African, if they all just African, if the Egyptian is African, then why does it have to start in Nubia? As if the people from the North were just sitting around twiddling their thumbs, waiting for right. culture to come up North. <laughs> Those people no, no, no. are just as like, wrong. Like, like, I agree that pastoralism needed to de be developed in the Delta. It could have been developed in the, in, the, in the valley area. So those people weren't waiting for that technology to come from the South, right? That, that wasn't gonna happen. But uh, in, terms of, in terms of where certain things, uh, the impetus of it, I think you have direction in, in development based on the environmental pressures that force you to develop uh, a, a certain technology. So pastoralism came from the north down to the south, I would say, because it was developed in the Delta. And, and just based scale, on that environment. And, and, and large scale, we, yeah, and large scale yeah. food production came from the north. Right. Yeah, it, so, so, I would agree. so you have different it, things, right? Yes, so so we can't yes. say, you know, the, the the culture came from one direction or the other. There, there's, there's, I, there's I would never reasons. say that. Right. I would never say that. That's I would never say that. But see, I say argument. I, I say it's 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 dynamic. First of all, the people are, are always dynamic. They're always changing. They're always developing, and your your social and your um, environmental pressures force you to develop different uh, technologies, different customs, and different practices. And as people move in and out of each other. They, 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 they form this, this, this union based on, hey, that's a good idea. Hey, you got a good idea. We work together and these are these things to mature. Um, we cannot really point to a direction in which any culture develops because it is influenced from all factors of, of, of your environment. Somebody on the left will be better at fishing than somebody in the middle of the bush who's going to be better at trapping and hunting. So when these people come together, where did the culture come from? When both are bringing elements to, to what is now this new entity. So I'm not gonna give it a direction. The elephant in the room is slavery, y'all. See, that's the elephant in the room. Is who? Slavery, yeah, see, you, did, you just got hit with a left hook and you don't even know because None of these guys ever explained to you, you know, how the Egyptians had to force these people to do this large scale agriculture. Yeah, you know what I mean? They they had you, you see you see that anytime you have large scale state agriculture is from a a, yeah. a, a, a slave population. No, not necessarily a slave population, but conquest. They're, they're, once you start to talk about empire, that is done by the tip of a sword. That is done with steel. That is done with chariots. I'm talking about in Egypt. Not, a, not, not conquest outside of you. I'm talking about inside of Egypt. The, the, what you have to do to your population. See, 
Fayoum, if you study Fayoum, right, these people, it was individual families that first started off cultivating the grains and stuff for their particular family. So each family had their own grain bins and, and storage of their food, right? They was producing just enough for their family. When you, how do you make a whole nation turn to a food producing, you know what I mean? Like farming is hard, yo, it's hard labor. Human beings wouldn't generally um, and, and large scale choose to do that, yo. That's not something that, you know what I mean? That shit hard. But the technology of the time of slavery, chef, that, that's no Like, yeah, all over the world. They, they're not going to call it slavery. They, they don't want to call it slavery, right? They don't want to call it, um, uh, like, a, a form of uh, a surf, serfdom. You dig what I'm but saying? It was serfdom. Like, yeah. that was how every norm was controlled. The governor had his serfs. The serfs worked yeah. like, in the land. They paid taxes, the taxes then went up to the state. It was served them. Like that was the technology of the time. That's why these countries had great armies and, and military might was for these reasons. Like you, you don't have an empire without an army and you don't have technology without slave, um, without slave uh, uh, power uh, in, in the Bronze Age. It was just the technology of the day. We reached that conclusion down in West Africa. Like there was no society that didn't involve and include serfdom, slavery of the sort. Like that's just a fact. The Egyptians won Kumbaya. Yeah, you're gonna see that later on, right? Um, in, in terms of what we're looking at in the very early Neolithic. Right in in Fayum, right? Just like Chef sort of mentioned, he's like they started off with with families having these smaller sort of storage bins, and over time, what you can see, you see these larger structures that they use to hold hold these these cereals, right? Mm -hmm. Over time, right? And they knew they was like, okay, well, they had to have some type of organized um, food production inside of Fayum because it would take you weeks to to fill up those the size of those grain bins. Right. And those things would, would would feed people for, you know, for extended periods of time. Right. But but one of the things that, that was interesting, right, when you look at the Fayum, right, is that they were sort of sitting in between that sedentary community that was based on agriculture and but they were still highly mobile. So it was seasonal when they harvested and planted grains and all this stuff. Right. So what they did. Right. They, they planted their their crops in one one time of the year, right? They did all their, their cultivating and that, then they would, they would move around just like early hunter gatherers. They would, you know, they, they would move out of that particular area. Then they would come back during the harvest time, right? So they would come back during the harvest time, but, but over time, right? Because they were getting better and better at it, right? It gave them the ability to be more sedentary over time. Mm -hmm. Right. So they it, it wasn't like, OK, well, you know, we were a bunch of hunter gatherers at one time. At some point, we figured out how to cultivate cereals and grains and then we just stopped. They just stopped moving. That's not no. what happened. Right. It was sort of like a gradual sort of thing to, to move. Yeah, that's why I use the word right. dynamic and fluid. It, it happens over right. time. So there's right. a gradual transition into this new form. And when we study archaeology, 
we, we see we, we block things in periods, but we tend to not realize that there's a, this smooth transition, uh, a fluid transition from one to the next. Right. And, and the reason the reason why we brought we bring up right this food production in the Neolithic is it's extremely important when you're talking about giving rise to a civilization. Right. One of the biggest things and, and chef, we talked about this when we have our conversations about the meta uh, the Mesopotamia. It's like one of the, the biggest things is like, OK, well, how are you going to feed all these people? Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. so being able to develop that that large scale food production in the early Neolithic Lithic in, in Fayum, right? That was one of the big contributors of, of Egypt being able to rise into in, into a civilization. Yeah. That, that's, that. that, that's why I say that you would have to give credence to Fayum and the, that upper that upper region, just like you would have to give credence to that lower region and the pa- the importance of the pastoralism as well. And the I, I, I have to so agree. You have to have them all, right. Right, so it's a combination of things. Right. Yeah, you need all these factors and they need to come together at the right time in order to establish an empire. Because if any one of those elements isn't in place, you don't have an empire. You, you, you simply don't. Right, you couldn't, have, so, you couldn't have fed all those people with cattle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Egypt is a multi-regional um, civilization. Like, and the, the, the problem is, you know, people want to place it coming from one specific place, and that's the racial element of it. You dig what I'm saying? Like, because we know that they got things from, listen. Libya. Libya, they got shit from Asia. They connect. Western Asia is right there. If people think for some reason that Africa has this force feel around it, right? But they got 30,000 years of admixture in that Levant. Um, that's why it's called Afro-Asianic. Those people are always been mixing, mixing, exactly. mixing. Exactly. You dig what I'm saying? Not only just mixing and, you know what I mean, sexually, but- no culture, yeah, culture, culture, ideas, technology, it goes hand in hand. Clothes, See, Unc and them gonna sit here and argue that nah, nah, it it was everything homegrown come out of the south. Like, bro, stop. Right, and they have proof that the the grains that that they were harvesting in, in Fayum came from Levant. Right. right, as well as those 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 bins, those storage bins. Mm-hmm. The same, yeah, but same style. The Levant came, was came farming from, from about five hundred years before um, the Nile Valley, right? Thousands. Much longer, much thousands. Yeah. It was like five thousand years before that. Yeah, so like, was, yeah, they was, was already yeah. doing it. Right, it was yeah. Like so, it it, it got to stop, yo. Like the the okay, yo. I know Egypt is in Africa, yo, but we do not have to lie and act like Egypt was not a a transcontinental country. Like it's not in that region, yo. It's gonna benefit from like it's it's just it's just one side Afrocentric nut job shit that's going on here. You know what I mean? Like you're not listening to nothing else, right? And anybody to say that Egypt, right, and North Africa had anything to do with 
the regions that it was connected to, then they're being racist. Like, so we don't even want accurate history then. Because if if, if they learned or, or traded with any, or got anything from outside of Africa, then that's racism. Like, that's nutty as hell. That's nutty as hell. The Egyptians enjoyed lapis azuli that came from Afghanistan and, and, and Dagestan and stuff like that. That was integral to Egyptian culture. No, I'm not talking about luxury goods. You know what I mean? You can get luxury goods from everywhere. America benefits off of, you know, the products made in, uh, in, in, in East Asia. Like most of the things that's in our houses and the cars that we drive and everything come from Asia. You know what I mean? So that ain't, but Asia didn't produce our culture. It didn't teach us, you know, the basic necessities of feeding ourselves and stuff, right? Our basic crops and stuff didn't come from Asian technology. What we're saying is Egypt benefited from the other regions that was already more advanced than them at the time of its inception. And these motherfuckers get mad about that, yo. They think we're trying to take Egypt out of Africa by acknowledging. Now, I, you get, guess what? If you want a place in Africa to develop its stuff on its own, go to West Africa. Because they develop agriculture and shit independently of Asia, Europe, and everybody else. They figured that shit out for themselves. But them niggas don't want to go over there, though, right? Because Egypt is, they got the pyramids, right? They got the pyramids. They them light-skinned niggas. No one go back to Euphra because we're Euphra. Look, Chinese developed agriculture on their own, right? They did it. You know what I mean? But Egypt was connected. They call that shit the Fertile Crescent for a reason. Just look it up. It's the Fertile Crescent. It's a part of that whole uh, Mesopotamian Levant, North Africa, you know what I mean? Like, but you know, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's racist to say shit like that. You know what I mean? It's racist to acknowledge the ge the, the geography of Africa, of both East Africa. That's if, anybody, if, if anybody's interested in this topic, this is a good source. Um, this is. A history of ancient Egypt from oh, yeah, the farmers to the Great Pyramids. Yeah, this is a really good source. It go it delves into the Fayum culture, and, and it's really good because it's uh, like a it, it, it's almost like a a, a non formal sort of explanation. Is that gives a really good narrative, and it's a real easy read to understand. So if anybody that wants to take a look at this and dig it, because this is where I'm getting some of uh, some of my uh, information about the Fayum culture from. And actually, this was referenced by the one guy, um, History with Cy. Remember, we had the. Uh, That's the, when I went and got it. Yep, yep, exactly. I uh, I picked this up, this one up, uh, a couple days ago. So this is this is a good source. I thought I I, I saw this in your Kindle, yeah. um, library. Yep. 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 And, and he talks about you know the the connection with um Western Asia um. You know the the different things that came out of there. Like, I mean, so, but you know, Uncle and them gonna tell us that's racist. Like, 
Like, why wouldn't these people use technology that will benefit them? Well, you, they don't have the same issue that we have, right? But like I said, if you want, uh, you know, the 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 the, the, the animals, um, the livestock, right? The domesticated animals come out of Asia. You dig what I'm saying? Like whether they got it through trade, right? Um, or anything. But that's not racist, yo. And that's why I like Corey's point about regions, yo. Like he makes an excellent point about these people didn't know about continent, yo. The shit that we're putting on them talk about Africa. The, the, they didn't know about a continent, yo. These people know about the region that they lived in. They knew the people in their region, yo. If you wasn't in their region, then you was non-existent. They traded with, so I mean, they didn't know that they was connected to the people in Uganda, yo. Like, why would they know that? It, it, it makes no sense. Those people are not in their region, yo. Like, they all African. They didn't know that. Yeah, just, just like Corey says, that's the playground, right? The, the black and the Africa, right? It's vague enough to insert what you will into those vague areas, right? Right, uh, African, these, these people got strong African affinities. That shit rubbed me the wrong, <laughs> but when you just said that they connected to the Maghreb, uh, which is people in Morocco and Algeria, he said motherfucking India, it said motherfucking people in Jericho, that's Israel, right? Then gonna turn around and say they got strong African affinities. What the? What, what could that possibly mean? Do you know how vague that is? Because Africans, those. What Africans, it's saying, Chef? What it's saying, Chef? Is yeah, they gotta say more apology, but they black. Look, look. If they got the same, if they got these affinities, right, with this greater region, right from India to Israel to the Maghreb and the Horn of Africa, right? Then it's saying that these people, right, cluster together. But who they don't cluster with is us. But then you'll turn around and say that, but they all African. Okay, let me put it like this. Let me make it make sense for yourself. Although, although these people got pointy nose and a straight chin, and maybe some coolie here. Don't get it twisted. They're not Indian. They're not. Uh, they're not. Uh, what you call it? They're African. So they're black. That's what they say. That's all they say. Live in Africa. So. Yeah, what what I'm saying. So when we look at morphology, look again. I'm, I'm gonna take an African, a European, and an Asian. And their morphology is equal. They got the same pointy nose, slim chins, narrow cheeks, same set of general morphological features. However, when I cluster them together like that, I need to tell you, however, the African is an African. How do I say that without making, without referring to skin color? How? How would I refer to equating these three morphologies 
but not wanting to make you think that they are all equal in terms of race or color. So the European has the same morphology as the Indian, as a North African. How do I tell you without saying race that the black, that, that they are still not the same? It's very difficult because what they're, even in that article, what they're describing sounds very similar to race. <laughs> exactly. Very hard, difficult. In one but, hand, but, you say there, there no, there's no race exists. But, but about, exactly. And then, and so, then we talk about these morphological clusters, and then yes. these are these are more have have more shared affinity to these. Yes, They're you all know how the same concept, you know, but you know how what I'm able to understand this discussion, dogs. I got pit bulls. I got great danes. And then I got sporting hounds, then I got mastiffs, then I got working breeds, all dogs. Then I'm gonna say, well, the mastiffs have an affinity towards the terriers, but they're still distinctly different. And when I say the affinity, maybe I'm talking about the, the roundness of the, the nose, the big shoulders, the fact that their head is disproportionate to the shoulders. Whereas I would say, the more shepherd-like hounds, you know, I'm talking about the German shepherd, the Belgian shepherd. I'm, 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 I'm talking about a physical traits whereby you would group them together, but still you can't group them together because the mastiff is not the terrier, but they're all dogs. I understand this discussion easy without it being so touchy on a race. A, a, a paradigm for myself. And I could break it down to dogs. They're all interbreedable. There's one species of dogs, but there's a bunch of different classifications and groups and, 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 and categories. We put them in based on what? Physical traits based on, on, uh, based on uh, 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 certain uh, characteristics that they have. These are all when at the end of the day, if I take a Chihuahua and breed it to a Great Dane, they'll reproduce. Now the problem, they might have problems bringing the offspring uh, out because of the size difference, but they can have viable offspring because they're all just dogs. But we're gonna look at them and say, no, that's a Rottweiler, that's a shepherd, uh, a shepherd herder type, and that's a mastiff. Put them together, they pretty much have the same physical characteristics, but then there's levels on which we can still separate them. This is all that article was doing, clustering and grouping people based on general characteristics of their features, morphology, the nose, skinny, uh, the, the, the slim jaw, uh, these type of typical East North African features that you can see in some Europeans and in some Asians, but they're still distinctly different. They're African, so don't mistake them. They're, they're still black. That's, that's what I read. See, you just threw, see how you just threw black in there? made no sense. You was fine until you did that. What did I do, Chef? I said, you said that's what that article was trying to do. You just said you 
did all of that, and then you said they still black. No, Chef. What I'm saying is that article clustering in them here and then quoting them there and then creating the confusion by saying they still have a strong affinity to uh, uh, Africans. What that article is trying to say, Chef, is yes, they're still black, though. No, it, it mentioned the Africans that they were um, that they had the strong affinity to. See, that's the thing. It mentioned them, the Maghrebis, the Horn Africans, right? The Northern Sudanese. It mentioned all of the African groups, but the ones that they didn't have an affinity to were who? The Sub-Saharan Africans and the West Africans. Yeah, they, but because they don't. But you can't say Sub-Saharan Africans because the North, North uh, Sudanese are Sub-Saharan themselves. But the point is, they are distinctly different from us West Africans. And any West African that feels he can look and be more morphologically or genetically or even geographically the same as an East African is just as confused if they think they're a South African. We are West African. Congo, uh, uh, Congo, uh, Nigerian type features. That's just what we are. Sudanese, Yemenese, Eritrean, Somalian, Chad, they have different phenotypes. They look distinctly different. You can cluster them with 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 uh, uh, with Indians or with certain North Africans or with certain North uh, South Europeans, but they're still Africans it's rooted in Africa, but genetically and morphologically distinct from me and you. They just are. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't disagree with that, but it's, it's showing you the difference of Africans, right? But then saying that they have strong African affinities. AKA black. So, so, but then you'll turn around and say, it's saying that they're still black. That they, when you just said that right there, that listen, is code for black. No. That sentence no, you just Cedric, said. Cedric, stop, yo. All Africans are not black. That's the problem. Sure. Oh, no, no, listen. Repeat what you just said. North Africans are not black, yo, but they are Africans. We Jeff, agree on that, right? Repeat what you just said. Repeat I, what you just said. I just did. And tell me what that means. It confuses you. you re, you're repeating the part of the statement that is confusing to you. Why is that confusing to you? You said that they are black. Forget what I said. You okay. read a piece of statement that says, but they still have affinity to blah, 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 and it's confusing. What's confusing about that statement to you? Cedric, it already told you, the Africans, that it was connected to. Chef, so if the Africans are connected to are not black, 
why would you say that they're black? Because they're morpho morphologically connected to these people. Means no, everything except the color, Chef. They're morphologically connected to Western Asians and uh and 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 and, and people in India in, in the wow. Middle East. No, North Africans, West, uh, uh, West Africa is the Maghreb. Listen, the Maghreb is North Africa. Yes, good, good. Right. All these people, all these people share a similar morphology. What does that mean, Chef? That's the African that they're saying. See, all what Africans. What does that mean? All Africans are not black. Chef, 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 stop. Right. What does the morphology that they mean share? The North African, the the sub, the the the, the, the Northern Sudanese, the the Indian, and the uh, 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 Southern a uh, 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 Southern European. When they say they share morphology, what does that mean to you? What do you understand by that? That they're cranial. Uh measurements damn near line up right and, and they cluster together that's what, what I mean. does cluster together means what first you say i'm asking you what does cluster together means cluster together in terms of what morphology morphology which means the cranium and in, in, in the measurements right okay good stop okay good so they have they have certain physical characteristics which make them look alike. And that physical characteristic, does it go beyond or does it protrude further than the skin? Would you be able to notice those characteristics in their skin color, tone, texture? Is that what the morphology is telling you? No. Okay, no. good. No, so the morphology says nothing about their skin color, right? So now read that piece of text again that is confusing to you. No, you said that they were black. Now I'm saying read the piece of text again that is confusing to you. And let's find out together what it means since it's confusing no, no, to you. No, no I, I explain, I, and that's why I was trying to explain the um that when I say certain things or read certain things with what he think my position is, he don't like to hear. He just I just want you to read it for us to understand because you said that part there, that shouldn't have been put in there and it's creating confusion, blah, blah, blah. Now yeah. I'm trying to understand what is the confusion that that piece of text is creating for you because it doesn't create it for me. I got you. I'm, I'm going to tell you. That when you use um, uh, African in a general term, right, like in a broad term like that, and don't specify what African groups you're talking about, it leads people to think that this that um, that they could be talking about our type or up in the article is specific with drawing a contrast between those groups. So that's why I kept reading who these people clustered with. So we and don't- Cluster means, cluster only means that they share 
some morphological uh, uh, resemblance. They don't share DNA, they don't share proximity, they don't share anything. So that word cluster is just a loose word. We could leave it by the morphology they share. Mm -hmm. We share a morphology, and that's why we group them together and say these people have morphology, what we call X or Y. That's the only thing that they're being clustered by, Chef. Nothing else. Right. They don't have no DNA in common. They, they, they don't necessarily have a, a geography in common. It's just certain phenotypical characteristics that we notice, and we group them together. Now, that's what cluster means in that sense. It doesn't say nothing else. It say when you look at these people, they share certain cranial features and so alike. But one could be completely Asian, Chinese, split eyes, hair down, yellow. The other could be North European, a, a, a North European, a white man, blue eyes, blonde hair. And the other could be an African, dark skin, dark eyes, curly hair. But they still share the same morphology. Do you understand that? Yes, I do. Okay, good. So that second piece of the statement is just to make that thing I just said there clear. That's all that they do, nothing else. It's putting those people back in their perspective groups when it comes to how they look in terms of color. He's showing you, hey, don't confuse. Come back into Because people have color share. So if I'm telling you the morphology of a, of a European, when I say the morphology of a European, you think you close your eyes, you see a white man, blue eyes, blonde hair. You don't see a black African. When I say the morphology of a Asian, you do not close your eyes and see an African. And now I tell you that the North African fit that morphology too. What are you going to think? That they all share the same skin tones and colors? No, they don't. And that's what that piece of the article is trying to put back into perspective. Yes, they share these general features, but he's distinctly African, he's distinctly Northern European, he's distinctly Asian. Why? Because he has affinities to all the rest of the African. And what is that? Skin color. Like you, you want to get around it, but you can't. That's all that meant. You made that connection. All right, with that, brothers, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, me too. I'm up. It's rough. man. Hey y'all, we don't hear um real black atheists because our channel um yeah chef chef done something again. <laughs> no, it was one of um what you call it um COVID conversations from last year that got a strike on um you know they don't want nobody talking about COVID. Oh, oh great. Oh, because of the message. We educating our people and we can't talk about it. Mm, strange. Yeah, they don't want so you know we gotta we gotta go in there and clean up all I gotta take some of those a lot of those videos down that got COVID in the um in the description. Yeah, you did a whole bunch of those. Yeah, man. We did it for like four months, man. Like so, and it was you every day. It. So 
I, I, I'm going to do that tomorrow morning when I wake up because if we get another strike uh, before yeah. August 15th, yeah, they're going to yeah, take yeah. our whole channel down. So I got to go back and um, uh, yeah, clean, get all, take all those videos down. So. Yeah, so family, tomorrow we'll be back on here, the Real Black Atheist. Um, come check us out. Um, we're gonna be on here probably all week. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, I'm gonna put up a thumbnail tomorrow. So that's what it is. That's the joint right there, right? <laughs> It's a jam. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, peace, yo. Take y'all on a journey. Notorious is glorious, victorious. <laughs> yeah, yo. I ain't asking for a friend. I need to know myself. And if you never ask, how would you know yourself? It's crazy how your parents know you more than you know yourself. Growth is good, it's important just to know your wealth. Don't let them take advantage like niggas who speak Spanish. And you don't speak a lick of it, the game will make you trip a bit. Street money is cool till you get sick of it. And all that bullshit that come along with it. Make sure you stay on your square and keep a strong pivot. Cause them cruddy buddies, they'll do you ugly. And why every female favorite question is do you love me? And if you knew Baby, you will do better And once you know better You will show better Most men want a housewife But me, I love a go-getter Your ex pussy wet But that new pussy be so wetter No lies detected Just get high and accept it Go ahead, talk to him Y'all ain't beefing like that Come on, Doug Why you being like that? Man, let's keep it a stack Why you say it if you ain't mean it like that? And when you say him You ain't give him no rap Man, let's keep it a stack You ain't gotta say You gon' be right back Stop bluffing, shorty Keep it a stack <laughs> Once you start something